<laughs> All right. Uh, good. Uh, good evening, everyone. <laughs> I, Sorry, we are so late. Yeah, I mean, well, originally Corey was going to stream tonight, and then you were having difficulty setting up your idea, and you said, "Why don't you try stream either Dinosaur Plant or Bowser's Fury?" And I was having trouble with getting my idea going. I was going to test out Dinosaur Plant earlier today, not because I was going to stream it necessarily, but then I got you know, caught up working on something else. And, you know, so we've been rushing to try and figure out how does this thing work? And as I was rushing around the house, trying to, uh, try to, you know, plug in SD cards and changing things and trying to figure it out and trying the 64 drive and then trying the EverDrive. uh, uh, I, I got too hot, so I decided to change shirts, and I put on my N64 shirt for good luck, because I still don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> uh, we're on the house sweating, and we're like, been freezing up here. Well, I mean, it's, it, it is cold, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so, I, Chris Fratz, who's in the chat, he did drop some info uh, in our discord. And I, I don't know if I followed it exactly correctly. Uh, but as you can see, I am further on the, uh, on the EverDrive that I got before. So what happened before, uh, I, I had loaded things up on the 64 drive without making any tweaks. Uh, and I got as far as here, right say what? Uh, Dustin was saying, show me your gloves. My gloves on. I can put my gloves on. Oh, I started to realize like my, my right hand is getting getting a little, getting little pale. Cold. Yeah. Um, so on the 64 drive, I got this far. I entered a name. Um, and Fox just like was falling instantly into an abyss. And it was pretty funny, actually. He just goes, ah, ah, ah. Cindy's looking at me funny. Making jokes and Fox is falling. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what was weird was another time I tried it and I put a file in slot two and the character's face on the save file looked different. So I, I don't know if it matters which file you put it in. And by the way, this screen appears to be uh, 480i. I don't know if the actual game is 480i or 480p, but if it is 480i, I might switch to the retro tank, which I did bring down here when I was having problems with like I, the tile screen wasn't coming up on the EverDrive, and then I I did the the things that um, Chris suggested if I did it correctly, um, and now I can get this far, but I haven't seen what's beyond this. But I thought well maybe it's a display issue, maybe the Ultra HDMI doesn't like it. So it works. Retrotink is an option. So see, like this is showing Crystal's face here when I select file one, but file two had who I believe was like the pre-Fox character is that little sprite there. So I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's just a, since it's a dev build, maybe it's a way like you don't have to play Crystal's part or something. I, I don't know. Or maybe it's just the menu, as Chris says. Oh, this is looking promising. I understand that it's correct. We were too rushed. I mean, he was, Travis was taking the thumbnail, the thumbnail photo 
after uh, eight like, o'clock. Yeah, after eight o'clock. <laughs> we'll fix it. We'll fix it afterwards. The the thumbnail is correct, I believe, on the or uh, the day is correct on the thumbnail. So this is good. I mean, I, I had thought about maybe playing this, but I have nothing to compare it against. I I have Star Fox Adventure, but I've never really played anything beyond the intro. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was just playing this very. Uh, see, she's talking about like a prince, a princess kite or a prince kite or something, which that that that's not a thing at all. Oh, unless they're unless they they're talking about change, unless they change the name of Tricky. But the other, I mean, the, for the most part, this is quite similar. I mean, I was just playing the first like thirty minutes of. Star Fox Adventures a few weeks ago uh, to record dolphin footage. Uh, we got $2 from Chris Ratz. Thank you. Probably your help. Thank you. So prepare for perfect dark levels of performance, by the way. I mean, this is looking better than I was expecting, to be honest, considering, you know, late N64 rare, uh, you know, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, Perfect Dark, Banjo-Tooie. I mean, that's that stuff is performance nightmares uh you know john lineman was telling me earlier today it's like you know it's like 10 to 15 frames a second most of the time this is this is a lot more playable than i was expecting but you know uh maybe it'll get worse later i mean this is a, you know huh? how, how much is in there i mean some people are saying as far as they know it can be played to the end wow Um, Jonathan G is asking if we can explain the backstory to the game for those the, those that don't know. And, I, uh, I mean, you, you probably you can probably explain it a bit better than than, than I can. Yeah, so I never like paid attention to it before it was changed to Star Fox. You know, I kind of like Crystal's design in this better. <laughs> yeah, she's she's not as not as hot. <laughs> Well, reeled it in a little bit more, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, uh, so I mean, you know, obviously, rare was, you know, you know what, N sixty four fans like, you know, lived and died for. You know, it was, it was, uh, you know, they were a huge developer. I mean, you know, N sixty four often was very uh, slim pickings, you know, release schedule was uh, often, you know, took a long time. So, you know, I mean, this was one of the later games that you often saw, just called Dinosaur Planet. Uh, you often saw uh, previewed. Uh, and, you know, it had this fox-like character. And uh, I, I want to say E3 one year, like Miyamoto was just musing, like, man, that 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 kind of reminds me of Star Fox. Maybe, uh, may, may, maybe I should talk to Rare about that. And like, the game disappeared, reappeared on GameCube as Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, and uh, you know, so they actually went and did it. I kind of wish they stuck with like their own original thing, but you know, Star Fox Adventures is still an interesting game. Like the. The the game the gameplay is kind of shallow, but uh, 
it's it's certainly a technical showpiece for the GameCube and, you know, was the only, like, I want to say it was like either like two days before or two days after the game came out, like it was announced that Microsoft was buying Rare. Yeah, I mean, like, I forgot that it was that close to it. Yeah. Um, Dead Zero. They're they're saying that it, it can be played to the end. I mean, th th that's what I've heard. I I don't know if like some patches might be needed to get rid of some bugs or something. But people have been saying it should be playable to the end. There was a there was a two dollar donation from Container Seven, like before the stream officially started, I think. But there was no message. But thank you. Um, I, I kind of like that they're speaking English. Uh, here it. This, it's a lot more appealing to me because. Uh, in, in the actual game, when they're having this conversation, they're speaking, you know, their own language. But he goes, Home Najamakawa, General Scales. <laughs> and then, like, you know, he's like talking, like, Crystal later is talking to this dying Triceratops. He's like, Oh, spirits. How many He's got, he's got this, like, he's got this, like, New York accent. You know, it's like, Krasoa spirits, you know, but it's just, you know, it's just a made up language. But then there's like, there's these, these certain like game mechanic items and, and things where they just say like general scales or Krasoa spirits. <laughs> uh, let me know if my levels are better. I turned up my microphone here. See if that helps. Uh, there was uh, $2 from uh, Felipe Kenji Yam Yamachi. Thank you. Saying, uh, which prototype uh, would you like to see leak? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'd be interested. I'm not sure if it ever leaked as the uh, the uh, Saturn prototype of Shenmue. I mean, I'd love to see, like, Donkey Kong Racing sure. come about or something like that. Or, like, Cameo GameCube. Oh yeah. Um, MS, if you're if you're a uh, patron, you know if if you have your uh, Discord uh, connected to Patreon, it should automatically log you into the into the um, into the our, our Discord. Uh, it only happens if you choose from one of the like the, the only tier, though. I don't like. I've had people put in custom amounts and then it doesn't log them in for some reason. There's like a whole little inside section to this ship on GameCube. Uh, I don't I don't know what's going on. It kind of feels like it's skipping over that. Is this the Krizoa Shrine? It's really different looking if so. Sam, my, my levels are better. I noticed that it was low last week, too. Uh, so. are, 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 are mine matching Corey's now? I, I mean, I turned, I turned mine up here. Oh, I, I almost... Looking at it, I almost mean, looks like it might be too loud. 
Well, I mean, people are saying that it's that I was too low before, and I think that it, I, I mean, if people are happy with this, uh, I just I'll can, will happily leave my microphone at the uh, at this level for the future. Uh, there's two uh, two ninety nine from Dingus Galert, Dingus. Mm. Uh, Asking opinions on Body Harvest. I like Body Harvest. Um, it's uh, your bodies. I, I I just I, I like how expansive each level is, and all like the variety of vehicles and stuff. Now th this is really different from the GameCube game right now. That bird is there on. GameCube, but he doesn't really do anything. And like, we've arrived to this location via this sh ship. Oh, so that's supposed to be like a prince. I don't think that care. That's not really a, a character in the in the GameCube version. I don't think. Yeah, by Harvest. That's right. It's it's kind of a GTA prototype. You know, it was, it was uh, you know, from uh, DMA design. Uh, the reason that I'm wearing gloves is because I have a condition called uh, Raynaud's syndrome, where my, uh, the circulation to my, my fingertips and my toes uh, during the winter, like, like, doesn't work as well. So my hands get really, really cold. So I'm wearing uh, com compression gloves. So this is really strange. So, uh, we, this is like general scale ship. I don't, I, I didn't really see it. It almost looked like there was like a missing cutscene for like, did we take this over or something? Because, uh, in the GameCube version, she leaves on the, uh, on the, the same boat that, uh, that she arrives on. Yeah. Or not the same boat, the, 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 um, the pterodactyl. Like, I don't, General Scales, I think, just went back in that door. So I, I don't really know what happened. I don't know why, like, Crystal is free and she's just like. Well, uh, B Serif says to make sure you save often because the game crashes a lot. Uh, okay. Well, that, that was, that was the same thing with the, with the original Xbox cameo prototype uh so it looks like you can just say game saved there you go uh dustin my hands like really don't get white like my my feet do my or my toes do uh and that's if i put them in uh they go go numb after a while and then if i put them in like warm water or hot water which is usually what i do if i get to that point uh they'll turn like really really blue it happens to my mom a little bit too in recent years, but I, I, it doesn't sound like quite to the extent that happens to you. Yeah, it's it's like mainly it's my right hand that gets really really cold. Um, there's two dollars from Chris Pratt saying he left the ship and he flew it here. Why did he leave the ship? Isn't it his ship? No, it's. Oh, here, here's a here's a sick triceratops. Is he is he going to or is he dead? 
might be dead. Uh, this, this area is said, totally I, I usually wear like wool socks and also slippers. The problem is, is like down here in the basement, you know, it's like concrete floor. I mean, it has like the vinyl flooring on it, but it gets the fl floor gets really, really cold down here. Who's the wizard? He can't help me. Our king sent us here to protect him. But scales appeared. Uh, you can't really, you can't see it back there. This is too far back, but uh, I I went to the uh, open box store that's close by here. I've been looking for a new, I like to call it like a B-roll table. Previously, I've like had this desk that I've used for the last, gosh, I've used it for five or six years probably at this point. And this this hallway is is in the GameCube version. Uh, but I wanted to get get something that has a little bit more like texture to it. And I've been been looking for a while, and finally I found a. Uh, a table that I that I liked, so I starting with like the uh, the the mystery episode or whatever I do like in between like finishing that and or uh, between now and finishing that. If I do, I might do an episode on like a quick episode that I just want to do on uh, Ghouls and Ghosts uh, Resurrection. So that that might be the first appearance of this new desk. So. It's, but the 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 desk is wood. It's like actually like wood. It looks a little bit closer to Tri's desk, I think. But it's it's not even a desk. It's a table. It's a gigantic table, uh, and it's really tall, which is what I wanted to. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited about it. In the GameCube version. There's uh, these like sort of explosive barrels that. Uh, regenerate from a spawn point that you can pick up and throw at enemies and you can also lay them down on a switch like that. I'm not seeing a... Oh, looks like I can pick up this little piece of rubble. Oh. You, you got that rare uh, Gaming Blows seal of approval. Oh! This game. It says this game, $2 from Gaming Blows says this is pretty awesome. Time capsule, I'm stoked. Well, I think it's, this is pretty cool too. I'm I'm actually rather impressed with this. I mean, I know the frame rate is low, but you know, hey, like N64 was like so instrumental in informing my gaming tastes that uh, uh, you know, I just uh, I guess I'm just not that bothered by it. You know, didn't uh, didn't Eternal Darkness start on N64? I'm pretty sure there were some previews. I, did. I mean, I don't know. Like, Yeah, I think there were some... I think, too close to attention to 64. I, I think there were some previews for e Eternal Darkness on N64. That would be interesting to see what happened. It was scales. See, this character uh, isn't in the GameCube version. Mouth is oh, it's a oh, it's a beer. I thought it was his mouth is just like hanging open. Uh, we got five dollars from Earth Prime 232. Thank you. It says a uh, recommendation for an SNES game to easily test jitter with an OSSC. I mean, every game does it, it's just something the system yeah, it's does. like adherent to the system. 
I don't know. I mean, previously, I've had it happen more often. Like, I mean, most recently, I had it happen with uh, with Yoshi's Island for some reason. You had you had an issue with it? Well, I mean, it just like it couldn't. I had to re reboot my uh, my OSSC to get uh, it to finally. You know, that's happened to me a lot with the NES lately. For some reason, I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just I, I have to like like try again, you know? Or it just doesn't hold on to the sink very well. Um, we also got a dollar ninety nine from Red Crested. Red Crested Bregal. Thank you. It says you can play as Saber per a tweet by uh, at Harshmellowy. I don't know who's Saber. Who's Saber? Saber is the character who Fox replaced. I think. I think that was his. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I I don't think they're talking about like Saber Wolf. Like, which is a saber wolf. Which is Wouldn't it be great if it was saber school. wolf from, from, from uh, uh, Killer Instinct? Well, but that's like there was an old, old Amiga oh. rare game. I don't know if it was Amiga that's ZX right. Spectrum, one of those things uh, called Saber that. Wolf. It's on Rare Replay, and there's a, there's a Game Boy. I think I think it's Game Boy Advance uh, Saber Wolf successor. Uh, I think so. Um, there's also $5 from For Love of the Game, saying, you N64 haters, take your high frame rates and go back to PlayStation and Saturn. <laughs> Darn right, or something like that. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, $5 from Myung-Suk uh, Kim. Thank you. It says, uh, it's a, uh, do you... You think someone's going to put this on a cart? Also, I've always wondered what would happen if you overclocked the N64. Uh, if anyone puts I mean, it on a I'm cart, sure I, if anyone puts it on a cart, like, I, I, I mean, I would suggest that they wait until, like, maybe people come up with some patches, you know, to, you know, maybe sort of complete certain things that seem... Uh, disconnected or in, or you know some of the crashes, but and from maybe. Destruction came life. The uh, as I was kind of telling you before the, the stream, uh, I was out. I was at Target yesterday with my son, and uh, he was looking at something. I wandered over to the like the, the PC section, and they had all these keyboards set up. And one of these keyboards was like a mechanical Logitech keyboard. I was like, I just tried using it for a second. I was like, this is really nice. It's like, I want to get one of these. And I looked it up, and like that keyboard was like $250. And how much was it? Then I look at it, I'm like, you know, I don't need, like, I don't need LEDs or RGB LEDs in my keyboard. So I just found one that was like another Logitech one that like doesn't have any of that stuff. And it's just like, it's like this. I don't need lights coming out of my keyboard. I'm sorry. And uh, half of those are like gaming keyboards, I guess. And half of those don't even have like number pads or anything. On them. Uh, but then, so I ended up getting this thing. And this was, I mean, without the LEDs, 
It was like it was like $77, which is still way more than I've spent on a keyboard in 20 years or something like that. Uh, There's no time to waste. But, you know, I take a little bit of use getting used to, but I I like the uh I like the feel of it. This is the I think it's like the 613, like the it's a the Logitech uh, G613. I mean, I will gladly pay $180 less to not have lights coming out of my keyboard. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just old-fashioned. <laughs> I mean, I like I, I like LED lights and stuff like that. You know, for for accents and stuff, but I don't need I don't need them coming on my keyboard, beating up my battery life on it. So, do you, do, does Crystal like stay a playable character like over the course of the game? Like, because like I'm kind of getting the, this impression that. You know, you might play as her for a, a good while, or maybe go back and forth between the characters. Because on on N sixty four, like she gets like captured right away. Like you start off playing as her, but then you, you know, she gets captured. Right. I I, I don't know. I I should play it. I mean, I wonder if I'd like it or if it would interest me now. I mean, I think you'd like it. I mean, it's it's such. I mean, even though it's a relatively early GameCube game, I mean, it's it's such a showpiece for the system. I mean, it's it's just gorgeous to look at, and it's it's like 60 frames per second, 480p widescreen. I mean, it's it's got it all. Uh, AC 007 is the the GU 710. Is that like 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 just white LEDs? This would be fine. I'm wondering what the price difference was on that. And is it a full keyboard? Does it have like a number pad and everything? Um, we got we got five dollars from Jonathan Hinson. Thank you. Thank you. Saying, uh, interesting that the Capcom Arcade Stadium is using Mame and not FB Neo. Uh, I assume the choice was for better accuracy. Um, I had no idea that it was actually using using it. Uh, for everyone that didn't know, we were able to we played. Uh, I played through Strider on the the Capcom USA's Twitch on on Thursday, I think it was. Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. Uh, that was kind of that was kind of a neat experience. Yeah, it was do that. And uh, I mean, I I spent some time with the Capcom arcade, like the other games in it, but uh, and those scan lines are pretty bad. I I was kind of tweeting about it yesterday. Uh, the scan lines are not great, but I mean, I guess that's besides the point. I mean, there, there's a lot of games included. Does anyone know what I'm supposed to do here right now? I wasn't entirely paying attention to what the dude said. I mean, considering everything, it's like I'm amazed that this is just like running as well as it is. Yeah. Um, 
Do you know what the the deal is? Like, how did this leak, and how did uh, how did this come to be released? I, I what wasn't the wasn't the story something? Oh, I see. There's switches up there. Wasn't the story some about a collector in Sweden? Sweden like, oh, this something? is like another reason why I dislike. I saw somebody say this is another reason why I dislike private collectors or something like that. So I assume somebody had it well, in their private collection, maybe. You know, I mean, the thing is, like, attitudes. You gotta about... go back. People are saying, go back to the hallway with the barriers and shoot the target. You're doing it. You're I doing. No, but I, I, I'm out of magic. I think. I don't. I think I gotta get more magic from this tree. Um. I mean, you know, the attitudes about all that, like, really vary from culture to culture. Like, Japanese collectors, I know, are a lot more private than, um, uh, than, like, Western collectors. Uh, you know, I, I know that wasn't the case in this. I don't think it had anything to do with Japan. But, uh, you know, I mean... You know, they, they only really show their stuff they have, like, to people they really trust. You know, that's, that's what I've heard. What? Yeah. Okay, so Drumata's saying that it was purchased uh, from a private collector in Sweden. I wonder how much they paid for it. Or if, like, it was, like, a community thing. Like it's a, crazy a that, like, the GoldenEye thing and this, like, just came out, like, so close to each other. Yeah. Oh, this tree grew back. Uh, they were saying you can hit R to see your magic, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, um, I think I, I wasted a whole bunch. <laughs> this tree takes a while to grow back. Uh, some people are saying that this has the same voice actor as Joanna Dark from Perfect Dark. Oh, for Crystal? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like the voice acting is better. To be completely honest. Uh, someone's saying you might need to reload your save. It doesn't work. Well, the tree grew back. It just took some time. I just, I'd wasted a bunch of magic is all. I'll go ahead and save. Hopefully I don't... Hmm? Apparently, there's was it an unreleased Conquer game called Conquer's Twelve Conquer's oh, Twelve yeah, Tales. Oh yeah, Twelve Well, Twelve Tales Conquer sixty four was the name of the game before it became Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Back when it was like a family friendly okay. thing. So okay, so it's like that's like the family friendly version of it. You think? Oh, it is. I mean, that, that, it was. I mean, that's what they called it. Kind of cool Island. to see. Of course, it would be. Well, there you do know that there's the um um. The Conquer game on Game Boy Color. Like Conquer, Conquer Pocket Tales. Yeah, right? I mean, that's, you know, that's pre-foul map right. Conquer. Oh, so general scales got away with the prince or whatever. This is like, I mean, there, there's elements in here that mimic the Krizoa Palace, but um, uh, 
it's, it's definitely quite different. So it's interesting. Like I never went up that, those steps before. Like, I don't know if. of these steps before, but nothing seemed to indicate that I couldn't have checked out up here before doing everything I just did. I mean, the 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 combat in um, Star Fox Adventures and, you know, so far in this is, like, really mindless. Like, there's no... There's nothing really to it, you know? You just kind of right. walk onto the enemy, you mash it. And there's not, like, the things that they drop are usually not that useful or valuable. So there's, like, not a lot of incentive to fight. And the combat itself is just pretty dry. It's fine. It's inoffensive. But there's just not much to it. To be honest, I think you would like Star Fox Adventures. You played through it. Yeah, probably. Probably. How am I supposed to interact with this? Is it... Oh, is this where I, I put? I must put that crystal in. I bet. So, like, the selection system here is is not quite as clear, but it seems similar where you use the C buttons to, you know, uh, choose things from a list. Uh, whereas on GameCube, it's kind of a little clearer because it's like this little 3D thing that spins as you move the C stick. That opened up that gate down below. I mean, this is, this is quite a, quite an impressive prototype, I would say. Do you feel compelled to see if you can play through it all the way? I don't know. I am impressed, for sure. I mean, if it keeps working, I see no reason to not just continue playing as long as we can. You know, Bowser's Fury is just like the backup if we just hit a dead end with it. Like we did with Cameo when I played the Cameo Xbox prototype. Like, I don't know how playable that is considered. But, uh, I, uh, I remember getting stuck like in the first sort of major area, the swamp. My name is Rubble, and I'm a swap stone. To swap to Saber's adventure, or go to Warlock Mountain, then come and visit me. I'll show you how my magic works. No, no, wait! I've got to find Discovery Falls! You've got lots of time to do that. Let me show you how the swap works. <laughs> What do we think about the uh, about the Mortal Kombat trailer? Oh, no. 
Don't be scared. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I like. I guess this looks okay. I was just like, eh, didn't really do too much for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the writing was really like kind of dumb, which might be okay. I mean, you know. Video game movies maybe necessarily shouldn't try too hard, you know. Like I think Dead or Alive is one of the most fun. I sure hope Randon's right about this place. Uh, it's certainly not a good movie. Video but game it's movies, like, but it's like it's it, it just like so thoroughly embraces its dumbness that like it kind of works, you know. Yeah. So but this I mean, is like, clearly I, turned I, into Fox, but they called him Saber, and he like looks like fuck so it looks like they were... we got like the vest on like he had like the vest on yeah, i think his voice is the same too it's fox but like this is totally different like you know that area where she was with that um uh stone guy you know is similar to the area where fox first lands on the planet uh but he's like in the snowy area which you go to much later in the game on gamecube Now this this tri little Triceratops character, he travels with Fox for most of the game. It's sort of like a core mechanic. Like there's lots of things that he can he can do for you. Like he's got a sword. Like Crystal has a staff, and uh, you know Fox has that staff on on GameCube. I kind of like yeah. the idea of like you know the two characters like. Like having like you know a major role in the campaign, and you know switching between them, you know, like that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Like kind of like Jet Force Gemini, actually, where like it's got three characters that you know you, you they have their own segments of the campaign, and you know you. Um, I mean, I understand that you know they were making this out to be a Star Fox game, and Crystal wasn't like part of Star Fox yet. You know, so you had to play obviously as like the main character person, you know, because they're trying to sell this to Star Fox fans. I think they like definitely overdid it with like the, the particle effects on like when the, when the enemies. Uh, oops. Like there's just like so many particles and like, I guess a lot of it's actually just dithering though when the enemies go fade away. So does he have any items? Oh, he does have that, like... He has, he has that... That's interesting that he's got that same... Uh, like, fire shot that she has. I wonder if, like, they share items or what the deal with that is. Now, look at his, his portrait there. Like, that's yeah. what the character used to look like before they changed it to Star Fox Adventures. So you can see that they were, like part way like they were early in that star or yeah. maybe or maybe this was what they did after Miyamoto like had that musing at E3 and they were just like doing this on Miyamoto's whim you know to sort of see if he liked it $5 from Mega X6 thank you it says uh, is Star Fox Adventures the exact same game with the title character being different, or is it a complete overhaul? It, it is definitely an overhaul. I mean, there's a lot of similarities here, but 
the the opening scene is extremely similar, but everything else has been pretty different. They are they 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 go through a lot of the same motions, but you know, I, I was talking to John. John John said he posted like uh, some gameplay to his his personal channel. And he, I was talking to him and he said that, uh, you know, it kind of gets the impression that it's almost like Star Fox Adventures is like, is, is like, oh, so he is calling himself Fox McCloud. Oh, wow. But like that rock guy said like switch to Saber's Adventures. So it's like, you know, it's not totally done. This like jet bike stuff, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure this is in the game. I, I sort of forget this, but I think it's much later. Like I definitely remember that animation of Fox like jumping onto the bike. Like that's very reminiscent of something that is in, in the actual game. Uh, but anyway, John said, you know, you kind of get the impression that it's like they had already made the game once and like they were looking at the GameCube version as like, okay, well, how can we make it better? You know, because he said, like, there's there's a lot of things that are, like, more streamlined and sort of maybe clearer what to do and where to go and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but so far, like, this is kind of making me feel like, on, I, I, I kind of wish that the GameCube version was like this, you know, that it was, <laughs> uh, that it was, yeah. that they were, you know, doing their own thing with it, you know? Like, there's a lot of little things, like the fact that they're always speaking English like I, you know, I, I'm always in favor of, um, I'm, I'm always in favor of, you know, characters speaking their own language in a movie and just having it subtitled. But in this, it always felt silly when they had them speaking their own language. You know, like it just it didn't work the way they did it. You know, kind of like, I, you know, I, I when originally I was going to get more into Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider on on my end of the year video um but uh i didn't oh yeah this this is familiar where like oh they got they got to the end first and so you, you have to beat them the, they block you something like this definitely happens in the uh in the gamecube version i just don't remember all the details but anyway like in in rise of the tomb raider like, it's so stupid that you've got these people there from this, like, civilization that has been, like, secluded forever. And they're just speaking English. Right. And, like, where in, 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 in Shadow, it gives you an option. It gives you an option, but the thing that's still kind of annoyed, like, it was, it was a, it was, it was in the right direction. But the thing that annoys me about it is, like, like, everyone who's a main character like even like the people from like these tribes that you know again have been secluded forever right. if they're a main character they still speak english and then even when you're like wandering around in the town and people are speaking to you in spanish or a native american language you know Lair's just like talking at them and talking back to them in english like right. it would like i could believe that lara is an archaeologist knows Spanish, that she might know some Native American languages, and that possibly she could communicate in 
a language that even though that tribe has been secluded oh, you, you for call so her long, you call her Lara I, I go back and forth I go back and forth I don't like it just I never know which one's gonna fall out of my mouth Lara Lara I don't have a defined way of like, saying I, I believe that Lara is but then there's you know you'll have the people that will always call her Laura Oh, not Laura. Definitely not Laura. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying. There's, I, I've, I've met people. That, like... No, Lara, Lara. I, I, I go. I think I go back and forth. I, I, I don't. I, I, for whatever reason, I've just never. But anyway, Chris Fratz had had two dollars, two dollars donation, saying Gravity Rush does a better fictional language. Oh sure, well, does a fictional language better. Well, because I mean, you know, that entire game is in its own language. Right. You know, I mean, the 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 difference is, like, it's just, you know, I I I have no problem with you know, you know, translation microbes or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like that that sort of concept. I, I have no tr tr problem with that. And I think something like that might happen in Star Fox Adventures. I, f I forget what it is, but you, I think you get an item where, you know, eventually everyone, you they speak in English because you are able to now understand their language. I'm okay with that. That's fine. But the way they yeah. do it in Tomb Raider, like, it just seems rude. They're like, Lara, if she can understand their language, she's just like listening to them in their language, but then just talking back at them in English. It's just rude. <laughs> it's just so stupid and rise. Oh, here's these mushrooms that run away from you. These are these are on the GameCube version. Um. Oh, this this music's in the GameCube version. I mean, a different version of it. But... You know, in, in this game, you know, they're just doing a very normal kind of static, expressionless you know, item get, but like when you pick yeah. up an item, have you ever seen the item get animation on, on GameCube? Mm. Like, he's just like, <gasps> he like moves his arms. And he's just like, <gasps> <gasps> it's just like, it's really overdone. <laughs> uh, we got $2 from, uh, from Kigar asking, uh, analog frontiers three, when keep up the great work very soon. Um, probably within like two, two and a half weeks, I would guess I, I would, I'm pretty confident I would have finished it next week, but this past week I, I had to spend almost the entire week on freelance stuff, which by the way, one of those freelance things is actually, uh, people might be interested. Um, there's a magazine called Wireframe. Uh, it's actually, it's, it's owned by the Raspberry Pi Foundation, uh, which is interesting. Uh, asked us to write an article uh, about playing uh, original consoles on modern TVs. And so I, I spent a lot of time this week working on that. So uh, if I don't know if anyone reads Wireframe, but... You know, I, I I don't know when that article will be published, but at some point in the coming months, we'll we'll have an article in there if anyone wants to pick up an uh, issue of Wireframe. Issue right here. Yeah, I Wireframe mean, it's, you sent me an issue actually when you sent me yeah. the last box of stuff. I mean, it's I was pretty surprised. Like it's like it's, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good magazine. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's like it has a lot of like it's like a lot of developer interviews and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
I, I wasn't necessarily expecting it to be like a as video game focused as it is. Like I thought it was going to be more like um, just like tech in general, because like, you know, of all the different, th you know, Raspberry Pis aren't just about video games, right? Um, but, you know, it, it does seem to mostly be a, a video game magazine. But, uh, <laughs> but luckily, uh, I, 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 I don't think they're just uh, they're just baiting us into writing this article. Uh, it's spending like a week's worth of work doing this so that they could just be they could just respond and just say, why, why don't you just get a Raspberry Pi? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, that, you, you did that. You're you're more of you're much more of a writer than I am. But, and you, you, you get, and you can get very wordy and you, you spent a lot of time, you had to cut like I, the word count in half or something. Oh like that, yeah. Oh, well, the word count is supposed to be like, I think it was 2,600 to 3,000 words. And I had like 6,000 words. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to really, you know, I, I, I spent like all day today, like, Tearing it down. <laughs> That's why uh, I didn't if it wasn't for that, uh, you'd think that the Analog Frontiers would have been out probably this coming week. Probably. Uh, maybe, maybe, but it's going to be early March at this point. But it's it's very close. It's very it's 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 pretty close. It's going to be early March though. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I had that vocabulary too. <laughs> That's what, like, one of the reasons I can't wait until Analog Frontiers is completely done is because scripts are going to be so much easier to write as both of us working on them. I mean, you know, I, 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 I think you do quite good writing on your own, but the difference is I don't think you like writing, and I do like writing. <laughs> well, I mean, I. I, I do find it, but it's like I have to rephrase stuff a lot. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, you know, I just, I mean, I, I mean, I do too, but I guess I just enjoy working through that process, you know? I mean, you know, I, I always like to say I don't, I don't want to claim that I am a good writer. I don't, I, I have no clue if anyone would consider me a good writer. But, well, you're you're a thorough but writer. I, I like I like to write. I I, I like mm -hmm. it whether I'm good at it or not. I like doing it. Yeah, I mean, like I like it when I get into a groove. I, it's fine, but I oftentimes just like get caught up on stuff and like, oh, I need to like rephrase this. And you know, every time I sit down to start writing again, I always start from the top and go down. And you know, I rewrite a whole bunch of stuff. I, I waste a lot of time doing that kind of thing. Um, there was a Glendon became a member. Thank you. Welcome. And we, we also got $5 from Red Wolfie. Saying, hi guys, I recently purchased a GCOM switcher and I'm loving it. Are you still using your SCART connection these days or a more component? Uh, you know, ordered my second GCOM. Um, because I just like have a, like various stuff and I've been using a, like a little, uh, unpowered switch box for one of the inputs. 
and then I just decided I'm going to order another G comp. So when it, when I get that, I'll probably I'll be pretty evenly split. I mean, for you know, you know, downstairs I'm all HDMI, but upstairs, like you know, where I would consider like my my main copies of my original consoles, you know, like NES, Famicom, Super Nintendo, N64, uh, you know, Master System, Genesis, Saturn, uh, Dreamcast, kind of, um, uh, Neo Geo, PlayStation 1, all those are SCART, and then GameCube Wii, uh, PS2, Mr., uh, and Xbox, those are component. And then, you know, elsewhere I've got stuff just like set up, um, and uh, I've got stuff set up in like, you know, other things like composite and that's video just so that I have the option of showing those signals. Can I not talk to this guy? Yeah, I mean I just I'm just like everything is, is pretty split and now I have like HD retrovision cables for like my I have a Genesis that I it's just like a standalone Genesis that has like the double mega in it that, uh, that Firebrand X put in it, which is both sound chips and you can switch between them with a toggle. And uh, I kept that as a system I would use like my mega S SD with. So that's not connected to anything, but I have that connected via uh, component cables. And uh, you know, I have a, like my one chip SNES is connected via the, the SNES. Oh, uh, I think he was. I think cables. he was asleep because it was nighttime. That's Nephilophagus. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty evenly split at this point. Um, we got a we got four ninety nine from uh, Dilberg. Thank you. So, any chance we can expect an episode on HDMI switches? Any any recommendations? Love the channel. Keep up the great work. Uh, probably not. But uh, I recently had switched over to getting, I got some new HDMI switches, uh, slowly replaced out all of my older ones because I liked them so much uh, by this company called Sagire uh, or something like that. I can post a link to them. I, I like the ones I have by Awake Lion. <laughs> <laughs> Awake Lion, yeah. Uh, I, cause I think I saw somebody recommending these in our discord and, uh, I got one and then I ended up getting several more. So here's that. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure if we'll do a, an episode on HDMI switches. I mean, there's just not like a, a lot, maybe. It's just not a lot to say. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. It, to an extent, that was talked about in the, you know, which is, you know, now it's slightly outdated the 4K TVs episode because, you know, of like 4K 120 and ultra high speed cables and stuff like that. Although, if you aren't doing 
4K 120 hertz and variable refresh rates, the 4K episodes still were very relevant. But, um, you know, uh, you know, you just got to make sure they have enough bandwidth for the application that you need, you know? Right. Does anyone um, uh, say if they know what I'm supposed to do? This guy's too hungry to talk to strangers, but, like, I only... I've got, I've got these mushrooms, but I... I'm that hungry. I'm so hungry I can't talk to strangers. Uh, we got $2 from Jonathan G. Thank you. It says, uh, do either of you have a dream pie? I just got one. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not quite sure what it is. Although, I mean, is it a, uh, I mean, is it like a Raspberry Pi 4? Like a version of that? I don't know. Um, we got $5 from Brent McLean saying, all right, Corey, you and, and CGQ Chris need to be expecting a tape. I'm pretty excited. Don't worry, Try. there's a game in the mail for you. So Brent must have been the one that sent a message to the, um, I guess it was the Instagram. Yeah, I, I actually went and checked the P.O. box tonight, but uh, there was a slip saying I had a package that was too big to fit in. So uh, I, I don't know if that was it, but I'm, I guess I'm going to have to go back uh, someday and uh, grab it. I can probably go or Tuesday or whatever yeah, to get I'll, out. I'll go one of these coming days, I think. Uh, I, I'm in the process of trying to secure a a tape deck. Uh, I stopped by my local record store and they had three of them there, but they have to like look at them and see if, if they're even working. I'm pretty excited. I, I've been really enjoying the the uh, CGQ mix tapes that he's been putting up. He just put up a Super NES one. Super NES games from 1991. Uh, we got $3.64 from, uh, from Skull, who is a very active member in our in our Discord, saying, uh, "I'm so excited that Dinosaur Planet finally finally exists." I just wish I mean, that it existed in a form like pre-Star Fox, like in its true, like you know, original pitch. Okay, so recommend saving the game first, just in case it crashes. Yeah. I I did save pretty recently. I'll save again. Awake lion. <laughs> okay, so I I guess I had to talk to Tricky to earn his like it's almost exactly the same as mine. The one I linked. Well, These ones are I mean, are gold. You and... know, we're, we're talking about HDMI uh we're, we're, we're talking about HDMI switcher brands, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, they're just these different companies just like branding the same stuff as their own, you know? So, I mean, you know, there's good ones, there's bad ones. It's, it's hard to say. Well, the thing I like about mine, and it, it's like eventually when I get around to doing the setup video or whatever, like the location of my switches, the thing I like about them is that the HDMI out comes out of the side, which is, I mean, the location of them, when you see it, it will make sense because they're kind of hidden uh, behind stuff. And um, it's think, like very, very nice to have the HDMI out coming out of the side. I think Tricky might be stuck. 
Uh, they got they got five dollars five dollars Canadian from uh, the Im importer. Thank you. Saying hi, Corey. Are you hopeful that uh, that uh, SRG three twenty will be able to pull off the Saturn Mister FPGA core? Of course. I, I'll tell you one thing though is I'm really excited that there's an Atari Lynx core coming like by like sometime in April. So I mean Saturn is 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 crazy. Like I don't know if Saturn if that's even possible for that to happen, but we'll see if it's like how fully featured it is. I mean I'm I'm obviously optimistic about it, but uh, I'm very excited about an Atari Lynx. And uh, we been working on that. Room tour. The, the, those are going to be done this year. I'm definitely looking Wait, forward what? to get room tour videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I'm happy that everything I do down here, like I'm happy that I have not done it yet because I make like little subtle tweaks to it. I'm like, oh, now I feel like I'm really done. <laughs> uh, I got one more of these like racks that are behind me because when I, when I was at the open box store, they had like the exact same size ones as, that I have. And I needed one more and it was like about 60% of the price that it would be to buy a new one off of eBay or not eBay off, off of Amazon. Uh -oh. So I bought that and it's already built. So I put that in the back of the back of the car and installed it today. And I, I basically, I cannot, uh, fit any more down here like these, these have got to last basically forever now mm -hmm. um uh, dustin i do not need a vcr i have plenty of vcrs try you you needed a vcr and you were thinking about that uh that rad vcr for a minute but then yeah, but I mean, it seems kind of shady. It probably works oh, fine. Oh, definitely. But Did you hear Bob talking about yeah, it? I, 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 I heard Bob talking about it, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're probably fine, but... I mean, I don't know. It, it says that it only upscales for the... Um, it, does, it doesn't oh, okay. say specifically that it upscales VHS. Yeah. Uh... But no, I I have I have, I have plenty. If I mean I have two HDMI VHSs that are that don't do upscaling. I mean the thing is I've got plenty of VCRs. It's just that none of them are very reliable right now. But I I, I think I could get belts replaced on them. Like I, I I think that the guy at my local game shop could probably do it because he was talking about it. I mean, I don't know if, how hard it is. I mean, it, it's maybe something I could do myself, but I think opening them up can be a little messy. I mean, I have, I have my VCR DVD upscaler combo like down here, and I have like probably five, five VCRs in the closet. And the reason I did that is because I got a. Uh, distribution distribution amp because when I was I made a whole bunch of copies of the how to beat VHS tape in the old house and I was using this distribution amp to make them 
and now now that I have some space now, like I should get back to doing that. I have like a perfect place to set them up and do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like maybe I should get back to making those those uh how to beat VHSs. This is tricky works pretty similarly. Yeah, there's the, I mean, there's five of them in the closet, plus this one here. Um, we got $2 from Kigar. Thank you. Uh, RGB Dreamcast Episode 1. Uh, believe me, I know that it's long overdue. I mean, it's it's looking more and more likely that the HD Retrovision cables are, are getting extremely close. They, uh, they tweeted a picture of, like, the box proof for oh, it. Really? So, I mean, I, I feel like it's probably safe to say that you're going to see the Dreamcast episode this year. Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's like the last big thing that would feel missing if we did a Dreamcast episode without that. Uh, Jonathan G's saying, try climbing the wall with different textures. Oh, I already did that. Although that, I, you know, I think it was after I saved. Yeah, well, the only reason I have all those VCRs is so I could record four tapes at once. Oh, I got a little, little Zelda That's the reason they're here. sitting in the closet, because I don't have any any other... Any other uh, use for them. What is this? Uh, we, got a, we got $2 from Warren Hokey. Thank you. Saying, uh, asking a uh, favorite 2D Metroid, the correct answer is Fusion. <laughs> you know, a lot of people do love their Fusion. Uh, I, you know, I, I did not like the sort of more directed sectioned off level design I mean, I of that as much. I, I, I think it's okay. Uh, I, I replayed it and appreciated it more the second time. Um, I mean, for me, I guess I would say Super. Although, yeah, you know, super, super, it's like without a question. Although Zero Mission is pretty, pretty close. Yeah, I've only played Zero Mission once, though. If Zero Mission got like, also had like a, like a console version. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's just like the only thing for Fusion, or not for Fusion, for, uh, for, uh, Zero mission that like knocks it down a peg is I just I just don't like how games sound on the Game Boy Advance mostly. Mm. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like more of like 2.5D, but like you know, I think like you know from a game design perspective, I think uh, I think. Uh, 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 other M is, is underrated. I mean, yes, I know, like, story and, pre and presentation, it has has some some dumb things going on for sure. But, I mean, I, it's, it's a fun game to play. I, I liked it a lot when I played through it. And, I, you know, at the time, I was not even paying attention to, you know, people's opinions or anything, like what people thought of it. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why I liked it. Blue yeah, I mean, Red Ranger says, as far as 2D Metroids go, I don't think you're going to beat Super Metroid. And, you know, even if you, even if a game was better than Super Metroid, the impact 
the long-term impact that Super Metroid had. Like, it just, like, nothing could even come close to that. I mean, you know, Super Metroid, you know, is, is always in the running for, you know, top Super Nintendo game. And it's, it's definitely up there for me. But, you know, I... The one thing I will say about it is I, I don't think its controls are... Uh, he's dig command on crack spots to get food for the mammoth. I, I, I That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Um, Tricky got hungry, though, so I had to feed him mushrooms. Um, uh, so... Anyway, uh, just, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Super Super Metroid. You know, like I feel like it's it's one flaw is like a lot of people like really love the way it controls, but like I I I feel like it's its controls are definitely not perfect. Like the way that she jumps is very floaty um and i i despise wall jumps in that game like i i just i i i, I hate wall jumps in supernatural like normally you don't really have to do them hardly at all but uh, a few months ago drum and i did uh a randomizer on the backloggery stream and I had to do a lot of wall jumping and because, you know, we didn't have like high jump very, uh, for a long time. And I just, I, I hated it. I hated how much wall jumping I had to do. Uh, I, I, the wall jumping in that game just does not feel good to me. Like I, I have such a hard time with the timing. It's just, it's, I don't know why, like people can play about Mario 64, uh, Wall jumping, which I have no trouble with the timing Here of that. You are, my but, boy. like, this is a map Super Metroid, I just... Oh, such a hard time. Other tribes. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be useful on your adventure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think that when I played Metroid, like, a Super Metroid, like, I got the day it came out. So I, I had no idea that it was going to be as good as it was. And, uh, you know, definitely one of the best games on the system, for sure. One of the best games ever made, honestly. What what, what were we talking about? Uh, Prime? Super Metroid. Oh, Super Metroid. Oh, but, oh Prime. Prime is uh, extremely good. Specifically the first one. I mean, the other ones are... The second oh. one I didn't really care for. The third one is okay. I, I, I like three. I'd like to replay three. Two is two is pretty meh. It's just there. Yeah. It's fine. We got we got five dollars, five Canadian dollars from uh, Vibe Mecca. Thank you. Who says? Who asks? Is Metroid's gun attached to his arm or is it a part of his suit? <laughs> it's it's grafted. There's to there, Metroid's arm. There's uh there there are many valid questions to be asked here. <laughs> oh, oh, good old good old me verse, right? Me verse? 
What's that Miiverse? Why can't Me why can't Metroid crawl? Oh, that's where it comes from. That was like the a Miiverse post, right? Well, I feel like that was a meme before then. I feel like I feel like that was probably like written there as a joke or something. Uh, goodbye collecting is saying that Metroid Prime had the best bosses, though. I mean, I don't remember anything about Metroid Prime 2. Definitely don't remember a single, a single boss in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really can't. Metroid Prime 3, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget, like, falling down that, uh, that, uh, shaft while you fight Ridley near the beginning of the game. Yeah. Oh, then the third one? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like a series defining moment there. Uh, it's 499 from Brooks asking, uh, is the Dreamcast the last big RGB 200 episode? Oh, no. uh, I've been hoping for a PC Engine TG 16 for a while now. Uh, so many hardware variations make it pretty confusing. Uh, Dreamcast is definitely not the last one. No, I mean, there PC are Engine, uh, Wii, and Xbox for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to do PSP. Good old PISP. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is, like, it may have been over two years since the last 200 episode, but we are in no way uh, done. It's just... Been doing that. <laughs> it's just what happened, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's much better. Uh, there's 499 uh -oh. from Franklin uh, Franklin Brown. Uh, say, not trolling, but being, or being ironic, but other M is good, if not great. Samus's jump in that game is just spot on. Yeah, uh, Prime I mean, has too much backtrack padding. I, I mean, I guess like the it, when, in terms of Prime, the old, like it, it does start to get annoying when you have to go and find the, uh, like the relics or whatever, the, or the artifacts. I mean, to me, backtracking is part of the genre. Right. Like that's like, like, like sort of revisiting an area that you've been to before and being like, oh, now I can do this, now I can do that. Or, you know, you uh, exit from a, can I just do this? I could have just done that. <laughs> uh, or you exit from an area, but there's nothing in here. That's a good idea. Is they have uh, MVG in the uh, Xbox episode. Oh yeah. I, I, I like to have my... I like to have some sort of cameo in the in the uh, in the big RGB episodes, the two hundreds. Um. But yeah, like like I. You know, or the discovery in, in Metroid of like, you know, like you, you exit from an area and you like, maybe you don't realize you like that slow realization of like, oh, I know where I am now, you know? 
like that. No, like that stuff. That doesn't bother me. I, all I'm talking about is like how you have to go and find the the Chozo artifacts, like to open up the last area. Uh, they're I like mean, invisible and they're like hidden and stuff. It's fine. Uh, there's 4.99 from uh, Scotter140. Thank you. Saying arcade video. Uh, trying to figure out the best, easiest way to start getting into arcade games. Well, the best, uh, easiest yeah, I mean, way is Mister. <laughs> the easiest right, way is Mister. Yeah. But but yeah, like I mean, if you're talking to actual arcade boards, I mean that's something that you still plan to do. Yes. Yeah. It's it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. I like I'm I'm fairly confident that like when Analog Frontiers is done, we'll like say, hey, let's do this episode, and I'm we're just, just gonna, gonna like do focus it. on it. Yeah. And get it done. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it should have been on a long time ago. But I mean, I, I you can definitely you can count on it. I think. Uh, there's five dollars from Warren Hokey, saying, uh, asking, uh, try what is worse, wall jumping or stretching a game to sixteen by nine. Uh. I mean, uh, uh, on balance, stretching a game to sixteen by nine, but. While jumping in Super Metroid's pretty bad. While jumping in other games, great. While jumping in Super Metroid, pretty bad. So I don't really understand what that, what that mammoth did other than open up the Waste way. Waste your time. He said, "Well, he opened up the path to here, but I don't know what to do once I'm over here." He, he said, "Like something, something be useful in your adventure," but I, I don't. Tricky has to dig a, tr a tunnel. Somebody's saying he has to dig a tunnel. Can he do that? In Maybe he can get in that tunnel and he can dig in there. I didn't see a spot. Um, there's also uh, $5 from uh, Jeffrey uh, Geisler. Thank you. Says, uh, are your Wii consoles still holding up with dual layer discs? No more Prime Trilogy for mine. Uh, I haven't tried it. Yeah. I use, I'm using a hard drive now anyways for that stuff. But, I mean, I I, I should put the disc in and see if it, if it works. I wonder how hard the, those drives are to swap out if needed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've the, the only system that I've definitely had drive problems with is PS2, but I've got, like, so many PS2s. <laughs> like, my, my original PS2 definitely does not really read anything anymore. Um, that's really it. Uh, Dreamcast, I've been a little unsure about at times, but it still works. Oh no. Use Duster. You've been dusted. Yeah. Duster the rabbit. Uh, Bartman is saying, uh, try the spot is near the short rock wall next to the tree. I'm gonna run to the bathroom, fill up my water. I will be right back. Put me back here? That's weird. Hopefully, I, I still have dealt with that mammoth. Okay, good. Looks like I have.
Yeah, there's definitely a track very similar to this on, uh, on GameCube. that comment when he gets back. So what was it? Where was the patch? It was near the tree? Like... Is it in the wall? Is that what it is? Is it in the wall? Over here? Like I'm not... S oh, I see that I've... When I'm there, I've got the marker, but... Like I, there's nothing obvious to me about that wall that's like, oh, here's a hole he could dig through. See, like, do I just need to be on the lookout for short walls like that? Because there was no, like, obvious, like, deformation in that. Although, it's, the, the D4, when, when he starts pushing through, is kind of cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's a similar effect on GameCube, uh, like when he digs the holes and stuff. Oh, I didn't see that. This tree just like drops fruit forever because I would like fruit. Why, do, why does a why does a whole fruit not recover a whole fruit? I recently tried Mario 64 but couldn't get into it. I mean, you know, Cor Corey's not. Corey's not going to uh, fill you with much inspiration, but I mean, I, I feel like Mario 64 is like, still like the perfect controlling 3D game. I mean, the acrobatics that you can do in that game just give you such a huge amount of freedom to get up to different areas in the way that you want to get up to them. And, you know, uh, there's just so many tricks that you can pull off in terms of just like how you uh, backflip onto a, you know, high ledge or you know, wall jump up to it. There's so many different ways that you can get the stars that are beyond what the developers necessarily intended. Uh, it's just, it's, you know, it's it's just it just feels so so good to play. What does? And I can finish it in like two hours. It's not that long, so go for it. Mario sixty four. Someone need a little inspiration to get through it. <laughs> did you see the donation from uh, Sonic TT one? I, I did, but I was gonna wait for you to get back. Okay. Got it. Uh, there is there is uh, five dollars from Sonic TT one. 
saying, uh, since the N64 is on everybody's mind, what are my options for a new aftermarket modded memory pack? I only have the first party and the other two kind of suck. Well, so there's a, a new thing that was uh, being sold. When I, when I last looked, they were sold out. I I don't know if they've like really been thoroughly- N64, right? Yeah, um, th there was like an FRAM um, pack. Oh, interesting. Uh, I thought we talked about it. Like there, like someone made like an FRAM PCB that you can just like take your existing memory card and just put put this in there, and it's 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 an, it's an FRAM pack for it. Um, I I did not know that. Apparently, the PCB is not beveled, but I mean. You know, I, I I have no idea how reliable it may or may not be, but uh, does it have the same amount of space on it, or is it? I don't recall. But when I when I found out about it, they were they were sold out. Um, but that that's definitely uh, potential. So weird that you you have to like. Yeah, kill him. No, you have to like. Kill him. Kill him. You just walk past him, but there's an invisible wall there. Like talking to characters is awkward. Uh, so I I had intended to finish. Ease 9 this weekend. I'm like right I assume I'm like right at the end. Uh, but I got all into like doing other stuff. There's, there's I, I know there's going to be a trophy for doing all of the mission or the side the side quests. And I've literally done all the side quests except for the uh, there was one that I missed like at the very beginning of the game. Like literally the, the second side quest that you were assigned. Speaking of, uh, of which, I, I actually, you know, you were talking last week about how Ease 8 became very expensive, right? And, uh, you know, I wasn't really thinking about that with Ease 9, and then that kind of made me think about it, and I... Uh, like super quick, right? Huh? It was like nobody was selling it anymore. No one was selling it. It wasn't on Best Buy. It wasn't on GameStop. It wasn't on Amazon. Like it just it wasn't there. And like who knows? There, there could be a, they could get another shipment later. But I was kind of concerned, so I started looking around. And you know, I, I would like to wait for the price to go down, but maybe it won't. So I found it on Walmart.com, and so I, I I ordered it there. I don't know if they're still there or not, but. Uh, if anyone is concerned about getting a physical copy of Ease 9 for PS4, uh, rather than later. I want to go looking around for it because, uh, yeah. Um, it makes me feel like I should order, a, I should get Trails of Cold Steel 4. I know, like, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to do about that whole series because I've only got the first one on PS3. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's probably, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I have the... I'll, I have three, like one, two, and excuse me, one, two, and three of on uh, on the PS4. I might as well get this last one. Uh, 
But, um... Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to have them on PS4 as well. It's just like, I, I haven't... You know, I, I don't even know what the situation is, really. I mean, I, I've, I've not really gotten anywhere on getting those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um... Other than, you know, three on PS3, which almost feels like pointless to even play that version at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean... Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, I I got it, and the thing that surprised I got E's nine, and the thing that surprised me was, it's like it's like half the file size of E's eight. Yeah, and that's but it like, is only it's not four K, so there's no. Yeah, but it's still surprising because like even you know I know E's eight got like a huge like retranslation patch. And, right, but even that wasn't that big. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, but it, I think. That, I think that that probably has a lot of it has to do. I think that Ease Eight is a much bigger game. Uh, nine, it's it's what I kind of like that it's <laughs> that it's kind of a it's kind of a smaller scope. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's it's kind of kind of nice to have something a little different like that, where it's not like at all is at all is not like killing. It doesn't oh, seem to be yeah. killing a god this time. You know? Here's uh this 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 is the music in like sort of the main sort of hubbish area. Uh Bartman three three thousand ten is saying, so because there's no Arwing missions, the world isn't broken up. So here's the main hub world and Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. Our carbo- carboxylate carboxylate is saying free to save. I haven't saved in a little bit, I guess. The game hasn't crashed yet. The only... Oh, other than when I tried to load... When I when I tried to uh, load a file. Look at all those leaves. It's like Ghost of Tsushima over here. <laughs> um... Uh... It, it crashed when I was trying to reload a, a save, but other than that, it's been fine. Uh, and Tricky got stuck once, but... I'm, I, I, I definitely might... Uh, include see if I can shoehorn a uh, a shot of this into Analog Frontiers Part 3 uh, I'd like to do that for sure uh, Brazil Gamer is saying if you go to the dinosaur with the soil path and a mushroom you can skip collecting 10 mushrooms oh <laughs> The dinosaurs are all asleep right now, though, I think. So it looks like Trails of Cold Steel is like $39.99. Four? Yeah, yeah. That's, Trails I mean, Cold that's, Steel that's probably about as good as you could expect it to get, I would guess. Oh, there's a yeah. invisible wall here. It's going to take me a little while to get used to the, the loudness of this mechanical keyboard. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's that's why I don't really understand, you know, this whole like oh, about mechanical keyboards. It's like, you know, I could. It feels very solid, like it, you know. You... Well, okay, it's saying here that E's nine is in stock on Amazon. Or, but is it? Is it like what? It was. Uh, when I was looking last week, it was the European version for like seventy dollars. The the American uh, version for the standard price was not was not even listed earlier in the week. Maybe I just needed to get uh, restocked. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't. The, I don't I regret going ahead and getting it on on Walmart just because it's a good idea to go ahead and get it. Why not? I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, D Dub is saying, "What do you think of this so far?" I mean, I'm I'm pretty impressed. I mean, obviously, you know it. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, was a shark claw. It, need, it needs, you know, a little more, more polish and everything for sure. But like, I, I kind of like where this was going. Like, I, I like a lot of the environments. I like, um, I like how the, the story seems to be split between Crystal and, you know, Saber, who at this point they were clearly midway into, you know, replacing with Fox, but. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it, it had, uh, it had a lot of promise for sure. <laughs> Jack Weber is saying, uh, this, there's not much you can do past this point though. So I recommend trying to collect all 10 white mushrooms. There's not much you can do like, uh, is it not really... I mean, people have been saying that they believe you can finish it, or at least that's what I had been hearing, but I had not been paying that much to attention to the, the conversation around the, the game. Uh, the main reason I just got this mechanical keyboard is I just wanted to, I to change it up a little bit. My mind was getting kind of old anyways. Oh, when is... When is Near Re Replicant? Oh, April. When is the Mass Effect... Mass, Mass Effect... Oh, that's out of May. The legendary edition. I saw I saw a video that had like a side by side comparison of like near, uh, you know, replicant like on mm -hmm. PS3, um, uh, and the and the new version. I mean, it's I mean it's it's a pretty extensive overhaul. I mean, Harvey kind of likes the character models in the original version more, but. Uh, the the environments definitely look uh, pretty nice in the new version. 
yeah, I'm looking forward to playing again. I wonder if there's any anything going to be added to the story. I, I don't know if they said anything, if that's going to be... I, I bet they will. Seeing these, any more of these mushrooms. Oh, and Braille Default 2 is out soon. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Are you going to get. What system? What are you going to get Mass Effect 4 if you get the, the Legendary Edition? I'll probably end up getting the Xbox first. Yeah, I think I will too, just because that's... Uh, even though I played on... I played on... Let me think. I, I played Mass Effect 1... And 2 on PC? And then I think... 3 on... PS3? How, how did I do that? Did I, did I replay? I, I replayed two on PS3 at some point. I don't remember. But, like, you know, I didn't have an Xbox at the time. So, it, you know, I would... Am I supposed to feed these to her? Thank you, Fox. Thank you for saving uh, D-Dub is wondering, any new products on the horizon for retro gaming we should be aware okay. of? Any Maybe rumblings, ODEs, Everdrives, new advancements? Wait! Um, well, there's the, the N64 digital. It's on the way. No. Uh, I mean, for those that don't know, Dan, uh, Dan Koontz and Kristoff and Woozle formed a company called Pixel FX. They're, they're, they're in it full time, and they're, you know, their whole thing is going to be making, you know, continuing to make mods in the vein of the DC digital and PS1 digital. Yep. So, and there's some, I mean, so you I think for some of the stuff that we've heard, it when seems like it's going to be really, really cool. There might be some surprises within. for people. In a time of danger, the energy extraction could be stopped. You and Crystal must uh, find the object designed to do this job. The N64 digital. But, uh... Other than that, I mean, I, I was excited about the 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 mem card plus. Oh, that that place! It, you know, I, I was reading something about like it, that memory card for PS PS One. Is that what it's called? Is that is that what you're talking about? That memory card for PS One. Oh yeah. Like it can it can it can interface with like the X station to where like. It just automatically loads the saves for each game you load when you load from the X station. So it's like, like it feels like very PS1 end game, like to have like X station, PS1 digital, and that memory card like all like communicating with each other. Yes. Like that's pretty crazy. I think that. There, I, I bet, I bet PS2 support will be at a future update for it. That they memory card. Like, act like, the, like on on some of the things, there's like some some like little like smiley faces in terms mm. of possibility. Well, this is, is visually definitely quite a nice looking game. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, 
It's better looking and better performing than Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force Gemini gets gets rough on the performance. That was one of those games that I remember when it came out, I didn't even know it was it existed, and then suddenly it was in stores. Well, I mean, you know, speaking of uh, of uh, prototypes we'd, we'd like to see dumped, I mean, up until, like, I want to say it might have been, like, a year or less before Jeff Force Gemini came out, they were still previewing it with uh, um, Juno and Vela were, like, like, you know, sort of like more sort of super deformed, like kid looking characters. And, you know, like it wasn't that far from release that they uh, started showing them as like, you know, more like, like adult proportion characters. <laughs> That didn't kill me. I thought for sure he was like not gonna get back up. Oh, that did though. Or no? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we got five dollars from Rad Ranger with no message though. But thank you. Very rad of you, as always. Did uh, did anyone in the chat go, uh, attend? Uh, the Uplink virtual oh, convention yeah, yeah, yeah. this weekend. We uh, we did uh, that panel with um, Chris from Displaced Gamers and uh, Artemio about uh, uh, you know video game sound preservation. Yeah, and, it was, uh, it was, it was fun. It was a fun conversation. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, <laughs> you know. Everyone, I, I, I feel like, you know, most people are all like, yay, preservation. And then, you know, you start talking to Artemio about it and you like realize like the depths of preservation is like so beyond like, like it's scary. It's scary. Like just how much there is to be done. Like, you know, there. You know, to, to spoil a bit of Analog Frontiers Part 3, you know, Artemio's very first soundbite is the public thinks that everything has already been preserved. So that's the biggest issue. <laughs> you know, like, there is a lot to do, you know, and even though emulation and stuff may be good enough for playing games there's still so much more we need to know about these consoles to like achieve further accuracy because you know i mean the the, the you know in the future why is this enemy keep respawning like in the future like the you know we, we need to send into the future as accurate of information as we possibly can about this stuff, you know, because they're not going to get it a hundred percent on the mark and the better information we send into the future, the, the closer to the mark they'll be able to get, you know, and especially, you know, one of the things I, I just learned from Artemio that I thought was so interesting was about like the speakers that were used in 
uh, arcade cabinets, like they, you know, have a very particular uh, frequency range. And then of course you've also got like the construction of the cabinet itself and everything. And, you know, when I play arcade games, usually that's emulated because other than a couple of Neo Geo NBS carts, I, I don't have any way to really play that stuff. And, you know, I usually think like, man, like, I don't really like the way that arcade games sound. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they kind of sound shrill and stuff. And, but, you know, that's not how they should sound in their actual environment. But, like, I, I don't think in general emulation has bothered to I mean, really yeah. replicate that environment. They're replicating as best they can, like, what is actually coming out of the board, but the board was designed to be played in these, you know, arcade environments. Loud. I mean, loud atmospheres, but also, like, not so loud that it's annoying. It's just, like, all the different sounds of arcade machines just blend together to make this really amazing white noise. Right, right. But, like, you know, if you really, if you were to play that on, like, your, you know, your, your nice sound system at home, like... You know, if you play it in MAME or, you know, some other arcade emulator, like, it generally just doesn't sound that pleasing. Right. Uh, there was a $2 uh, super chat that I missed earlier from Gaming Blows uh, asking, uh, do I need to play uh, Trails in the Sky before Trails of Cold Steel? And uh, you don't need to. I mean, I think that maybe by based on the, the, what I've seen of three and at least definitely of four uh, having played the earlier games makes a big difference but they're all you know they all take place in the same world but they're all uh, like it, in different like countries but characters will appear from other games uh, one thing that I think is pretty common is the first game in each series is you know very it like sets up the world and both of them kind of end with a kind of kind of crazy plot twist that is going to be the driving force for like the next game or at least the next two games of them hmm. so i mean, I mean I've, only, I've only played really like set up you know set up the characters the trails of cold steel one uh I remember just like being amazed that it like lasted for so long because it's 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 a real slow burn and <laughs> uh, when I do I, I will probably replay it again but I'm gonna do like a new game plus and I'll and the the newer versions have a fast forward so you know I could probably just do a lot of the extra stuff and I mean it took me a long time it was like an 80 hour game. And I mean, I, I've, I've, it's not super compelling for a lot of it. I, I've I've only played Trails in the Sky one, and I I don't know if I'm really going to play the others or not. I mean, it, it, and a crazy cliffhanger, and I like I really liked you know the the general atmosphere and characters and everything about the story, but I just I did not really get much out of the battle system. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it definitely evolves, like, by Cold Steel, but, but not, not a ton. Uh, 
I was but, under I mean, the impression Cold Steel was quite different in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, it's more of a turn-based, less real-time aspect of, like, Grandia. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. It's been a long time since I played the first uh, Trails in the Sky also. I mean, I have the PC versions, or I have, actually, I bought the PSP version of, uh, of, of, uh, Cold, or not Cold Steel, of, uh, Trails in the Sky 2. I don't know. It's just, there, it's a real commitment, and I, I want to revisit them now, because I think that I've gained a bit of more of an appreciation of Falcom themselves and what they are and what they do and I know that they're not like a big team and like they're uh, you know there's like a lot of their games are not very impressive but there there's definitely a lot of passion mm -hmm. there so I, I I'm sort of kind of feeling like uh, progress is getting a little slow at this point and I, I don't really know how much you know people were unsure how much more is available past this point i don't know like an hour yeah so i was thinking like maybe maybe switching gears to mario at this point might be more interesting would would people people be into that over continuing to try to force my way further into this i i can't if, if i was going to shoehorn this into analog frontiers i kind of feel like this is like like a nice pretty looking area to to have my save in anyway so so let's 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 do that. Go down the river. Oh, that I, I there is like a like a death warning here. Let's see what happens. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> is that always what happens? Uh, but I think it's, it's in, so even if you play trails of trails in the sky and trails of cold steel, uh, it doesn't, you're, we're still like missing an entire trilogy of games that came out in between. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it almost doesn't even matter if you play trails in the sky before playing cold steel, really. Right. Like you'll be familiar with certain aspects of the world, but, um, Like in, in Trails of in the Sky One, you go to Erebonia, and isn't that where Cold Steel takes place? Yes. Ooh. All right. So let's do Bowser's Fury. I'll, 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 I mean, I, I just played like 15 minutes last night. So I'm just going to start over so people can, can see the beginning of the game. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because like it definitely shares a lot of elements with 
3D world, uh, like, you know, it's got the cat suit and, uh, you know, a lot of sort of shared little visual things, but, um, it, you know, it's a behind Mario kind of game, you know, it's more, more 64 sunshine odyssey esque where the, um, you know, you can freely move, the, freely move the camera, you know, whereas 3d world is and galaxy are more like semi fixed perspective games. You know, I mean, you do have a little camera control, but I mean, people seem to think that this was them trying to get ready to like have a whole game in this style. Right. I mean, my understanding is this is like kind of open world Mario where where like all the levels are actually connected. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, uh, I, I know we all have our misgivings about open world games, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm totally okay with Nintendo doing it because they're obviously not going to do the Ubisoft formula, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, and, you know, obviously Breath of the Wild, you know, best open world game ever made, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You know, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely okay with this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it would be it would be interesting. I mean, you know, it's something I was kind of thinking about. Like, I I don't know if this is like supposed to be one of the perks of working at uh, uh, EAD Tokyo. But uh, like, it always seems like they do like this big crazy game, and then they get to do like. Something that is probably just like more fun for them to do, like, uh, you know, they they do Mario Galaxy, and then they just get to try like more ideas in Mario Galaxy Two, and then they do, you know, I guess they did Mario 3D Land and then 3D World, uh, but then you know they just they got to do Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, like that game shouldn't even exist, and it's wonderful, like. I could not believe that that was like more than just like a download only game. Like it's a physical game. It got like versions on 3DS and then Switch. Like I should buy the Switch version of that. Do you not own it? I have the I have the uh, Wii U version. Oh okay. Yeah. Have you beaten it? No. Oh, it's. Have you played it at all? I haven't. No. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like I I I think I actually like it more than 3D World. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's fantastic. It's, it's just a wonderful game. Uh, I have not played the Switch version, but I, I 100% it on Wii U. Um, actually, I have the, I'm pretty sure I've got the 3DS version. I, I don't even know why, but I just I like that. I like that game so much. Captain Toad is so good. Um, but then you know. They did Mario Odyssey, and then presumably they did Bowser's Fury. So, like, it just seems like, you know, they kind of get to take a break and do something a little more. It's like the length of a full game, you think? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think this is supposed to be full length. But people, I, I've I've heard people say it's like, oh, it's like it's kind of like an experiment for like yeah. a, like a a full fledged like you know, seamless Mario game. You know, there's, there, I, I couldn't get it to work, but there's like, there's like a Mario 64 ROM hack that, uh, like actually 
connects all of the uh like all of it puts like all of the levels into like one big level so like that's that's kind of what i my understanding of what this game is but i don't know i don't know that much about it but like this is this is like a totally even though it does like i say it shares some elements with 3d world like it's it seems to be like its own totally own thing you know the mechanics are kind of its own just the way everything is structured it's you know it's it's almost like they could have sold this as like a standalone i don't know 20 dollar game or something i mean i have no idea how long it is but oh captain toad is 32.99 on it from uh from best buy oh really oh you should totally get it it's oh, it's such a good game I mean, I could, I could, uh, oh, so th this is kind of cool. I, I saw this when I played just a few minutes last night. Like you could, you have an option of like how much Bowser Jr. helps you and like, Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like, you know, if you like are jumping at a Goomba and then you miss it, like sometimes you just like wax it. It's, I don't know. It's kind of nice. You could say don't help at all, but I mean, I feel like that's, I feel like it's an intended part of the game, so I'll let him do a little something. When I tested it out, uh, my son was, was playing as Bowser Jr. for a little bit. Oh, so can player two, like, freely control him? Yeah. Can you use a pro controller while someone's yeah. controlling Bowser Jr.? Oh, okay, because I think the way, the way the game described it is, like, if you're sharing a Joy-Con. So I was, like, thinking that it might have to be Joy-Con only. I, I feel like Captain Toad might be a game that your kids would enjoy, like, kind of a, a similar vein of... Well, they, I mean, the uh, thing is, when they played 3D World on the on the Wii U, it was just, like, the gyro stuff didn't make sense to them. Like, they couldn't, like, just get into the gyro stuff. Right, but I feel like... I, I feel so like... But I feel like it would be fun for them, like, to watch you play, because it's it's very much... It, it's kind of... You play with four players? Because you can play with four players and... Uh, you might be able to have, like, a helping, like, hand or something that can, like, hold enemies or something like that, I think. Um, but, like, the, the main reason I say that is because, like, it's... I, I want to say it's based on some sort of, like, specific type of, like, diorama, like... The, the whole game concept is um and like the way that you move the camera about and stuff like it uh like it's very much a game about like turning the camera and like like oh i see this here like how do i get over here and then like just kind of like moving toad around and moving the camera to sort of figure out like oh like there's a little there's a little tunnel here or i can go through here or something like that and i feel like your kids would have a lot of fun like being like oh like you know like look look look, look at that over there you know kind of like kind of in the same vein of pokemon snap like oh there's you know I come back to this because it's like i am trying to add it to my cart on best buy and it keeps on coming up with a uh, there's a problem at adding your product to cart I have that when I was trying to get the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons. Like, I really want those. 
Uh, they sell out already? Yeah, Best Buy. I believe they went up at Best Buy and GameStop. Um, I believe they went up at Best Buy and GameStop. Uh, and, you know, they, they don't seem to be there anymore. I, to my knowledge? Oh, I just threw that cap away. <laughs> um... Uh, I I don't I don't think they've gone up at um at like Walmart or Target to my knowledge, but I, I don't know or Amazon. Uh, but yeah, I, I really want to get them, but I'm I'm worried. <laughs> I'm gonna try the uh, the. That's my app. <clears throat> so I, when I was playing last night, this is as far as I played. I just got this shine here, and like, but like Bowser, like I was like wandering around a lot more, and Bowser actually came when like after the rain started for a while. But now I'm kind of worried because I thought that getting the shine made him go away. Lighthouse wants to bring something to light. The splotchy goop will vanish under the light of a cat shine. But those Joy-Cons, they'll make they'll make more of them, right? Oh I mean I, I have no desire. Like I mean I I if if like different colored controllers are, is one thing. But like things with like a design that will like the more you use them will eventually wear off. Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm really. Mean, I actually, I've hardly used like I, I got a while back like the, the pink and blue neon one like you know the other like default style. Yeah. Um. And uh, I, I'd like barely use them. I just started using them because you know I've never had like joy-con drift or anything like that but um recently my um zl button on the on the gray joy cons kind of started uh started getting a little creaky hmm so i i recently finally switched to to using those but like if i like i don't know i i oh those cats are bad now um, but if I got like a uh, the Skyward Sword ones, like I, I don't know, I just think it'd be neat, especially because like I got like you know what? I have one of those like I, I have like those Switch dock covers that you like people make on Etsy, and like I recently bought another one because I've got I got like a second dock for super cheap years ago. Like I, I recently bought a Wind Waker. Um, I recently bought a Wind Waker cover for one, and they would just be really cool with those Joy-Cons. I, I probably wouldn't, I, if I hadn't just bought that, like, I probably wouldn't care that much, but now I'm kind of like, man, those would be so perfect with it. <laughs> I 
I, I gotta say, playing Mario 3D World lately is really making me want to replay Odyssey. Like, there's, there's a lot of things I really liked about Odyssey. <laughs> you, you didn't complete it, complete it though, did I you? I did not. I would really like to. I, I want to complete 3D World. On this mm -hmm. this version, I mean, you know, I never even had a beaten file on my Wii U because we played it four player on drums Wii U. And I know Drum and Lin completed it. I mean, I think they streamed a good bit of them completing it. Like World Three, huh? my kids. I played the World Three with my kids. Mm. As as. It's, it's pretty fun. But, you know. My son wants to... He, he, when he played it, when we played on the uh, the Wii U, he would always use the gamepad and wanted to use the hand. And that's what he wanted to do, and he was, like, annoyed that he couldn't be the hand. Oh, you can't, you, you can't do I don't know if he can be, like, it's just, like, not somebody who can be, like, the dedicated hand. You, you can you can have the hand come up. Yeah, you can do that here too. You have to hold the R button and then you can use gyro. Yeah, but I mean that's tougher than like 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 using the touch screen. Yeah, but, but I still, mean, I, mean... I, I, I I started off playing 3D World um, in uh, handheld mode. You know the I, the first level where you have to do any touch controls. You know. Could just use the actual touchscreen, so it wasn't it wasn't a, a big deal. Right. Oh yeah, I mean he could do that oh. with you know if he was. What caused that to flip? I I I was just assuming they weren't going to flip because they were up for so long. Uh -huh. Oh, they flip when I jump. That's right. I remember these things now. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's what he wanted to, he wanted to be the hand. You know, you try to encourage him mm -hmm. be like, you know, like, you're not going to get better in the game if you are just the hand. <laughs> and he's, he's just kind of like in this weird place, I think, with it, where he doesn't, I think he's like afraid of like failing at it. So he doesn't really want to try. <laughs> you know, I mean... My, my, my dad will always remind me how I, you know, as a kid, you know, whenever I got to a scary jump in Mario, I would always, like, ask him to do it. Like, as if he would be any good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's similar. Like, it's such a, it's a similar idea, I guess, behind it. You know, he's like, will you just do this for me? <laughs> you know, it, it, it was you know it was funny. I, I shot a few shots uh, for Analog Frontiers at my parents' house, and uh, I hooked up uh, an NES 
um, to uh, to my to my dad's TV. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I I wanted it like the intent was, you know, it was I, I, I was just showing what it looks like when you plug into uh, an HDTV, uh, you know, with without anything. And, you know, I was like, oh, yes, this is this is garbage. This is exactly, you know, my dad's like, is that is that what you wanted? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was it was really bad, really laggy. And I gave him the controller. I had Blaster Master in there. I said, OK, push push the A button and tell me how much delay you feel. And he's like. Not, uh, there's not I really. from <laughs> our like, mom. What's that? I was just saying, I, I, my dad like did not think he felt any delay in Blaster Master. And then when I turned on game mode, I gave him the controller again and told him to press the A button. And he's like, I, uh, he's like, you'd have to be really picky to tell a difference there. And it's like, the difference was pretty obvious. Spider <laughs> uh, from uh, from Armand's, Armand's uh, Tech Talk. Oh, thank, thank you. you. It says, uh, do you guys have any recommendations for modders that you use? I'm looking to get an Xbox with the uh, make megahertz mod um i mean we use a lot of the um i mean like voltart has done a lot of our stuff uh dan coons has done some stuff some stuff but that's just like he doesn't do modding yeah, like for- like he, he has installed his own stuff for us but yeah. like you know you know, I mean, I, 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 I hate to say it, but like sometimes it's like a, it's, it's like a who you know situation, you know, which I mean, right. it's, it sucks. If, you, if you're looking for a good say that, resource, but... though, um, I'm pretty sure that, that as uh, I think that, that uh, Dale Grady is saying that, uh, uh, if you find uh, probably anyone who's capable of installing one of uh, Black Dog's tech kits. Um, you know, like there, like if you go to like, uh, like Black Dog Tech, like their website, mm-hmm. there's a list of like, like modders that they vouch for. I think like you know, Mobius Strip Tech is is has done a lot of stuff for me. I've been very very happy. And um, another one that I've seen recommended a lot is uh, I is a. Uh, Dragons, Dragons Horde mod. I've seen. Uh, it's never done anything for me personally, but uh, you know, like knows a lot of the same people and is recommended a lot. Um, and I, um, you know, I, 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 retro. I mean, I've, I've noticed one. recently, like you know, th- there was there was a time where I don't think Voltar was taking a lot of work, but like you know, like he he's got like pricing listed. Or, you know, PS1 Digital, X Station, you know, and SRGB, all that kind of stuff on his website. So, I mean, it, as far as I can tell, he's he's taking lots of work now. Uh, I mean, Game Tech used to have a whole uh, list on his site, too. But I'm not sure how current that is. Is there any reason to go to the top of the tower after you get stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
I got I use, on my phone. I got the uh, the Captain Toad in my cart. Oh, okay. On Amazon, it's forty-seven. So there are certain things you can only do when like Bowser is around, or is he just there to like scare you? Does he just eventually go away? He seems to eventually go away. Like when I was testing last night, he went away when I picked up the shine in that first little area. So I thought like you had to, I thought he was kind of just like a, a timer and you like had to get a shine to make him go away. But I got the shine first stick. and then he, stick. he went away. Spin the stick. It'll make him make your, uh, there you go. Oh, well, I think it eventually like, as you run around, though, I think it'll eventually give you all of its coins. I don't, I don't know exactly how it works. But... Uh, Rush or Dream, as I had a 4.99 donation, said uh, Dragon's Horde did a beautiful job on my DC Digital Excellent. full service and posted it on Twitter. Nice. So you, you know, my, my kids asked me, said, uh, asked, asked me, like, who's, who's Bowser Jr.'s mom? <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, they probably haven't even thought about it. That's not something that they answered. Yeah, they, they never. Answer yeah, who knows? I mean, they, they, they yeah, they, they've never, they definitely have never thought about it. I mean, well, I mean, the the whole thing is like in uh, in Sunshine, like Bowser Jr. Does, I mean, I mean, it's kind of sad he does not know who his mom is. Like, yeah, the whole story of Sunshine is Bowser tells Bowser Jr. that Peach is his mom. And that's why that's why he like causes all the trouble and kidnaps her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's kind of sad when you think about it. So like, and um, but I mean, it's so interesting though, because like, I, is 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 Bowser Jr. a different, like I mean, have, have a different mom than the, the other than the other Koopa kids? Well, here's the thing, I don't my my understanding. I don't uh, know have they ever been in the same game together? Uh, Besides, like like Mario Kart. I, the the. The Koopa, the Koopa, uh, well, see, technically those guys are called the Koopalings now. I don't, I feel like, I feel like in Japan they were never really pitched as his kids, but in American materials, like especially like the TV show, like they were called, you know, the Koopa kids. And then I, I think for, you know, all those years up until Bowser Jr. came along, everyone thought they were his kids. And then they went away and everyone thought that Bowser Jr. replaced them. But I think the intent was always that they're, I think they're just supposed to be like sort of, you know, more like some of his higher up lieutenants or something. Dustin, Dustin's saying that the Koopa kids are no longer Bowser's canon canonical uh, children, according to uh, Miyamoto. Right. But what I'm wondering is, I, I feel like in Japan, that was never the intention. I feel like that was like an American thing. 
So I don't, I kind of feel like nothing has changed, but I don't actually know. Um, but have they been in the same game? Like Bowser Jr. is in Origami King and the Koopalines are in Color Splash. So they're, they're like in the same universe there. But I, I can't remember if they were in the same game. I don't think Bowser Jr. was in... I don't think Bowser Jr. was in Color Splash. But... And and the Koopalings definitely weren't in Origami King. Uh, in the... Like, the Koopalings have been in, like, the the 2D games, starting with, with Wii. Um... Uh, but I, I'm trying... They definitely haven't been in any of the, like, 3D platforms. They've never been. Um, I mean, they're in Mario Kart. All of them are in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. And Bowser Jr. is swappable in Smash for... Uh, for uh, Koopalings. You know, they, they share the same moveset. Um... So, I mean, they're all together in that, but in, like, a Super Mario game? A, a, three, a Super Mario game? I'm, I'm not sure. It depends on if Bowser Jr. Is Bowser Jr. in, like, New Super Mario Brothers 2 or New Super Mario Brothers? Uh, I think so. U? Uh, is it just the Koopalings in those? I, I just can't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. There's, like, nothing. I know the Koopalings are in that. Yeah, like the 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 Bowser Jr. definitely Bowser's kid. Bowser Jr.'s mom unknown. Koopalines, they're they're just. I mean, they're they're We're just. We're gonna have to answer this stuff like directly in game one day. I might. Who knows? I mean, you know, uh, I, I, often I just think Tom a lot. Tom is saying that they're all in Mario and Luigi's Paper Jam. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I've not played that. Uh, Bowser Jr. and Koopalings are in New Super Mario Bros. U. Okay, I couldn't remember if he was in that. I knew, I knew the Koopalings were. Dustin says Bowser Bowser reproduces asexually like the 1998 American Godzilla. <laughs> and Miyamoto himself will have to put an official statement on Twitter. <laughs> the, the, this this the. But the music with Bowser's around kind of has some music that makes me think of F-Zero X. Like the, the, uh... It sounded like... Oh, wow! Other, other World. Yeah, from... oh, it's got a roof. But, like, F-Zero X has a little bit of that, too. Yeah. But like, oh. in the title switch, it's like, Ooh, star! Ooh, oh! Oh, man, this That's is, it. this is funny. <laughs> Like, I like how, too, like, Bowser has this life bar. Like, is it is that life bar, like, going to be consistent over the course of, like, the entire game? 
Like, like, is that life bar? Like, like, am I just trying to get that one life bar down? Like, this whole game? You know what I mean? Or, I'm, I'm kind of hurting him a lot now, so I'm thinking that's actually not going to be the case. Can I be little Mega Mario? Look, it's like the levels that I've been just been playing. <laughs> Feels like, uh, Katamari, kind of. Where you, when you get real big and everything gets real small and you can see everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-oh, I, I am little Mega Mario. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I, I was able to get a, a bell from that. And he's like big cat Mario. He looks, he's kind of like, like a lion. He's got like a mane, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is this whole situation is actually like very similar to the story of Color Splash. Like, Bow yeah, Bowser like goes out of control because he just like gets covered in like this black paint. And it just like causes them to go crazy. See what, like this is what taking off of, I guess. I wonder. A little eight bit Bowser Jr. Oh wow, that's interesting looking. He's <laughs> like, hey. I, I love how I love how Mario just like stares at Bowser Jr. with his eyes half open a lot of the time. He's just like, uh huh, mm hmm, yeah, mm hmm, sure. So, I mean, the map doesn't look like it could be too huge. Yeah. So, it definitely feels like this could be, like, a prototype of some kind. Like, this is, like, what they're thinking of doing for the next big Mario game. Oh, look at that cat. Yeah. I mean... Oh, my space heater is getting chilly dodging now. Oh. Oh, it's a big cat. Oh, it wants it wants me to it wants me to Ricky Pond. Oh, thank you, Ricky Pond. There's no message attached. But thank you. <laughs> this cat does not like being carried. <laughs> like my cat. My cat hates being picked up. Like a lot. <laughs> well, M Monty probably like scared her. <laughs> yeah, like terrorizes her, like because he doesn't know any better. He just wants to 
He just wants to wants to love her, and she doesn't want to love him back. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, this thing. I'll tell ya. Doing any level with these stupid... This stupid, uh... Thing. In oh. the main game. With, with kids is like... A bad time. <laughs> every, every time. I think it, it... I think when we did it before, it took like... Like nine tries to make through. Oh, make gosh. Through. The, the first level with it. I recommend meant to include a uh, message with my super chat. I uh, just wanted to, to mention you guys inspired me to build to buy Incredible Crisis on the PS One. Oh man! Hi, oh, I, I better get it before you drive the price up too much. <laughs> uh, Ruiner XL, Ooh. you know, like Tanuki. I go back and forth on whether I I like this chair. Oh. Uh, it's, it's not so bad a lot of times, but I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a huge, huge fan of it, but it's, it's it's not horrible. What's uh? I just noticed I have like a, a I noticed I have a red bell in my items. What is that? Use it. It does nothing. It did nothing. I feel... Oh, wait. Mario's wearing it. If I switch to a different one, does it go back in my... It does. Yeah. Is it, is it like... Is it like a... Like a... A helpful thing? Like... Does, does it make you like... Is it like easy mode or something? Uh, this, this is not a gaming chair. Uh, from what I understand, the gaming chairs are not that great either. You end up ordering that Ground Zero? I did. Okay. What a, <laughs> it's kind of silly, but what I ended up ordering with it was, uh, I mean, there's no other games that I needed to order that I hadn't. So I, I ended up ordering some of the, the card binders. <laughs> I really? ordered two card binders, actually. I, you know, I use my card binder and then I just realized that, like, why am I even putting them in the card binder? I'm just going to put them in the game cases. Eh, I mean, that makes sense, I guess, but like... Card binder was full. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know, I like having them in there. It's just like, there's so, there's so many of them, and I've just got them sitting on top of the binder, so I was just like, well, I mean, I, I, I just needed something, you know? Like, I, I don't like ordering just one thing from Limited Run anymore, you know? It's, I've, I've got to order, like, something else to combine the shipping. Except the card binder yeah. count is a heavy item, so it was actually more shipping, <laughs> but oh well. <laughs> They've really been picking up on their backlog, though. Like, 
Like, so little stuff shipped last year, and, like, it feels like I'm getting stuff on, like, a weekly basis now. Yeah, I got two packages from them this week. Shines. Who would have thought it? Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, I'd be interested in getting like a, like a Herman Miller chair, but they're super expensive, and I know that that they're meant to be the, like the last chair that you ever buy. But I mean, this is this is uh this is fine for now. Uh, yeah, uh, Dustin, that's exactly the case. I mean, I'm never in a rush to get anything from Limited Run anyways, so I just, I wait until something I want is on its, like, last couple days, and then I, I will order all the things that are available at the time that I want Yeah. in that same box. Yeah, so they're like, you know, I got I got ground zero, but I really wanted to get to the moon and I just bought those together. And, uh, you know, I, I saw that the after party game look kind of like a cool point and click style game. So I was like, I'll get that, too. Right. I mean. For Scott Pilgrim, there was like, you know, a bunch of stuff since that was out there for so long. It's like super surreal that that happened. <laughs> you know? And I felt like I mean, it was inevitable. I mean, them them doing it, I feel, was inevitable. But, um, but like the fact that the game came back and everything, I mean, it, you know, it's crazy. I don't know. I like. I'm surprised that people are still like annoyed with limited running because it seems like well, 99 percent of the stuff that they do is like open pre-order for like at exact, least. Exactly. Well, you know, they um, they uh, they did a panel late last night on at, at Uplink, it? and I yeah, I watched it, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, Josh was saying like there are still people that hate us because of Night Trap, and they don't. They, they have no idea that, like, almost everything we do now is open pre-order. Yeah. Like, the only reason that they said that they don't do open pre-order is if, one, they think there's not enough interest to drive sales without a, a limited factor, which I don't think is very many things that they do. Or if, for some reason, the publisher or the developer just insists, like, oh, yeah, 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 it needs to be an actual, like, hard limit number. But, like... Otherwise, it's true. Like, the only things, like, I feel like in the past year that I ordered from them that was actually a limited quantity was 
uh, the, the Metal Slug games. Metal Slug Anthology and... Yeah. I mean, say, I mean Henry Clark says he annoys us you can't get the games later. But I mean, that's like so many things. I mean... Yeah. Just like I got Ease 9 it's like, because it's like, well, you couldn't get you couldn't get Ease 8 later, so... Yeah, I mean, I it's, like, it's like, it now. like anything. And... It, but even less so now because there is, uh, you know, many of their games are available at Best Buy too. I mean, I, I, I follow them. I mean, it, I, I guess the bottom line is if you know, it, you know, if you if you know, I mean, I, I care a lot about getting these, you know, physical releases. So, you know, I, I mostly all I do is I get their newsletter. And, you know, I get emails from them. So I, you know, I, I, I always am, I always see that pop up and I'm, I'm relatively informed of, you know, what, what, what's, what's coming. I mean, the thing is like, oftentimes you, you, you don't even really know that they're doing a game until like the week it, it, they're doing it or as soon as it becomes available. So, I mean... Uh, Kyle Ray is saying, you know, they went from a fixed amount to making as much as they can. But I mean, like, so what? What is the, what's the answer then? Well, I mean, like, what is what would be the perfect medium? For I mean, that? I mean, the th the thing is, they, th it's still a limited run, you know, for the people that care about that aspect, which I don't care about that. I don't care about the rarity. I only care about like. I mean, I only care about the rarity in the sense of it makes me look at the game and think, is this something I want? And if the answer is yes, it's like, well, I got to get it. I better get it now because I won't have another chance. But it is still limited in the sense that they do commit to only doing one print run. Yeah. So if you do care about that aspect, which, again, I don't. But if you do, then, you know, that is that is still true. I mean, if they, if you know, they, it's it is up to the developer to do reprints. Like they uh, sign a contract to do one print run of the stuff. If the if the developer wants to do a reprint with somebody else, they're totally free to do that. Right now, I, I'm sure a limited run would. You know, I I think there have been situations where like the developer like made a deal with like you know. Play Asia or something like that, and didn't tell them about it, and then right. like, you know, oh well, that makes, it, that makes it a lot harder to sell our version. So like, yeah. but like, if I, you know, I don't think that they, they have no problem with you if you do it like after the fact, like, you know, let's say there that you believe that there's still demand after the limited, uh, the limited run one sells out, like. As far as I know, they they have nothing in their contracts against doing another. Yeah. Now, I don't think that would happen in a lot of cases. But, you know, I mean, all you have to do is sign up for their newsletter. That's all I do. I see it come into my mailbox. I I see what they're releasing that week. They, they, they send them out when they go up. They send them out when it's like the last week. They send it out when it's the last day. It's not hard to get what you want. It's really not. The only the only thing is if you have the money at the time, you know. 
That's right. That's obviously the the trickiest, you know, matter. But it, you know, uh, it's, it's not hard to be informed because I I don't pay attention to social media whatsoever, and you know I, you know I I still have my ways of of finding out. I mean, uh, Eric 18 is saying they should do a second print run of popular titles through Best Buy. But I mean, but a lot of it probably, probably comes down to like if Best Buy even wants to do that. Yeah, and I think because Best Buy has first option for whether or not well, uh, that if they even want to do these in the first place. Right. Well, and it's Best Buy gets to tell them like, oh no, we don't want to do this one because we don't think that there's going to be enough interest there. It was in the panel. They said that like. You know, sometimes they've kind of had to tell Best Buy, like, mm, you need to order more of these than you think. Because, like, Shantae, Best Buy's stock of, like, uh, Seven Sirens, like, sold out in, like, a day. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, like, they were like, they were like, apparently they were like, they were like, mm, we think we want about... 3,000 copies of Scott Pilgrim. And they're like, no, you believe us. You you want more copies of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely want more copies of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, but yeah, like, the, the thing, though, is, like, they got, like, death threats for even entertaining the idea of 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 doing stuff with Best Buy, even though they made it very clear, you know, it's still limited quantity. There's still only one run of all these, uh, you know. The and Best Buy gets a different cover, you know, so you still get something unique for buying from the limited run website, you know. But like, you know, they got death threats over that stuff. Like, I mean, people are crazy. Um, the games they did I think the games that they did they log in at 10am there's only 2500 copies when they're gone they're gone maybe they should do every should be redone as a pre-order system I mean but they'd then, have to work it out with with uh, yeah and, and again the thing yeah, is developers, developers would want to do that I mean like look at uh, uh, like Soldner uh, 2X you know like Play Asia did a second cop like run of that like they and then they ended up doing a, the ps4 version as well uh i mean it just comes down to like i like i i don't think that they would be able to it would be worth it to do uh you know, uh, like open pre-orders for like older games, like well, and especially because like the, they like, can't like even make Viridium they can't even do like, they, they can't redo Vita like anyway. or something like that. They can't redo video anyway. And furthermore, like you know, again, not that this is an aspect I care about whatsoever, but a lot of people with you know a certain a certain type of collector would be very upset that they sold that to them under the pretense of this is this is the one chance and then they do another a lot of people would be so mad about that 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I think it'd be great, but I, I don't think they can. I don't think they can back down on that because because of that reason. But mm -hmm. it is good that going forward, you know, in most situations, they, they do seem to be open pre-orders. So I mean, people people I don't think should. Their attitudes about limited run from three, four years ago should be the same as they are today. Like, sign up for that newsletter. You will get what you want. It's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, I have the, I get emails from limited run. I get emails from strictly limited. I get emails from super rare games. I get emails from um, uh, special reserve games. And you know, those others don't make nearly as many games as uh, Limited Run does. You know, Play Asia, you know, they sometimes have their exclusives. Um, but, you know, just sign up for those newsletters. Like, it doesn't bother me getting those in my in my email. And you'll, you'll be aware enough of what is out there. Pretty much. I mean... Now, like I said, I just wait until something's about to end, and then I will take that opportunity to buy all the things that I had that is available at that time. Just you know, I mean, because the, the shipping can add up. Like if you're going oh, for just like yeah. one thing, it's like five dollars per thing. Yeah, shipping is. If you save it and you get like cheap. three, three, three or uh, three or four things at the same time. Yeah, I didn't really do that much until until the, the, the pandemic. And then I'm like, saving money is good. <laughs> I mean, it just. So, yeah, I, I mostly I order like two and three things. Uh, together. So yeah, it, it takes a while to get stuff because you do have to uh, you do have to, to wait for all items to be available. So I mean like I got so little stuff from them last year. Uh, this is not the time I want Bowser to come out. Yeah, Joshua says, uh, I think the problem is that there are, pe there are people who are in it who just want a physical copy of a game and, and, and folks who are in it for the exclusivity of collecting. Yeah. And that, that, that to me is not what it's about at all. Yeah. Oh, cool. When he's here, it kind of like reveals some of the platforms. Oh, are these normally... I don't think these bouncy things are normally here. I wonder if you have to have Bowser here to get these cat tokens. That's the only reason I'm... Whoa. Is this going I didn't know that Tie Fighter PC was like a 
limited thing. But I, but Shadow Complex, that was very, very early. Mm. That was, like, in their first, like, ten releases or something like that, I think. So I guess if you get a cat shine while Bowser's out, he goes away. Uh, Karen Smith says, I changed my view. Games should never go out of print. <laughs> well, if people bought everything forever, if they never went out of print, then there'd just be... I mean, I, I would love there to be... Unpurchased games sitting around. I mean, I'd, I'd love for there to be factories still making little Samson NES cartridges. But sadly, well, yeah, I don't think I that's mean, feasible. If they're just available, like, they're just, like, you know. Oh, if well, they, if they were available through a, if every game ever was available through a service, I mean, obviously, you know, that's that's Frank Cifaldi's, like, dream. Right. Like, you know, if you want to make that happen, you know, Frank Cifaldi wants to, wants to make that happen. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if he can make that happen, but, you know. That's that's his dream, uh, you know. I, I, and I, I I agree. It would be awesome if like, you know, that's what I thought. Uh, virtual console was going to be, and obviously that was that was naive, I guess. Um. Uh, but you know, remember. Uh, I, I remember you know Reggie very famously, uh, said it, uh, E three before the Wii came out. That, you know, you know, all our competitors have been, you know, sharing all of these numbers, you know, and it's, you know, the, you know, these big numbers, you know, like HD resolutions and how many polygons per second and blah, 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 blah. He said, I'd like to share one more. And he like listed like the number of like NES games that exist. And like, I, I like how I took it literally. Like I was like, I thought on day one, you would literally be able to buy the entire NES library if you wanted. Right. And I'm still like not convinced that wouldn't have been the way to go. I mean, I guess reality is otherwise, but like, like if you have, if, if you had the, the, if you sorted out the licensing for every NES game, like, would there be any advantage to the weekly or monthly or whatever like being able to send out a press release saying like here are the new games whereas if you just had this thing where people could legally go to it and buy what they wanted when they wanted from day one of the platform would would that have been would that have resulted in less sales like i don't know like if every single nes game that they legally could have put up on that service day one. Like I would, that is what I thought they were going to do. And I, it's too bad. They didn't like, you know, little Samson, you know, power blade, uh, 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 vice project doom shatterhead, you know, all of these games that like, you know, are, you know, the, the hidden gems, so to speak, you know, like, yes, let's right. keep those in print in some way, even if it's digitally, or, you know, just make like a physical Switch collection with a bunch of NES games on it, you know? I'd yeah. buy it again. You know, I, like, just like how 
Shantae GBC is, you know, coming to Switch. It's just an emulated version. That's great. But we need, we do, I agree. I fully agree. We need more of those. But I wish they would make, you know, I wish there was still a factory making the real Nintendo cartridges. I mean, repros are cool and everything, but they're not really for me. Like, because the, the thing is, like, that did not come from Nintendo's factory. You know, it doesn't have a, you know, uh, well, a, a Micronics Mascrom chip on it. You know, that's like, that's silly for some people. But like, that's, that's like, you know, it's not, it's, even if it's officially, this is an official NES cartridge re-release sanctioned by the rights holder of, you know, the game, whatever game that is, uh, um, mm-hmm. What, what was the one that Limited Run did? Um, you know, Metal, Metal Storm. Storm. Metal Storm, you know. Yeah. Like, that was this all through uh, retro, Retrobit. But again, it's, it, you know, whoever owns the rights to Metal Storm, they, they sanctioned that. But, yeah. like, not Nintendo. Not Nintendo. Like, it, that, that's the thing. The platform holder has to be making a, a, a real version of this. Like it has to be a real version from the platform holder for, for me. Like that's why I'm more interested in getting like the, um, I was more interested in getting like the emulated switch cartridge of ultra core than getting like the reproduction Genesis cartridge of ultra core, even though, because ultra core could run on real Genesis hardware. That's its native processing environment. But the cartridge is not a Sega cartridge. Like, that's the difference to me. Even though I would be playing an emulation on Switch, it's a real Nintendo cartridge. Like, that's what I want. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Oh, I see a... Showtime. Is, is, Is Bitcoin still... Flipping out. I've been I've been enjoying watching it. Like, well, Did, no, I went, it go back down. Has it been like newly flipping out, or or or, or is this all part of what's been doing for months? I th- I thought I heard that like the crazy rise yeah, was like, over or something. Down a bit, and then it went back. Uh, I mean, like a single Bitcoin, it's like it went over fifty thousand. I was like, it's like fifty-six thousand right now. Wow. One. I don't know. It's just fun to see it. I like to see that. Oh, the the basic attention coin. I like to, I like watching that because I have like a lot of that. And it's, you know, it's, that's been going up. It's like doubled in price in the last, like, I guess in the last, uh, month, which is good. You know, it's gone from like 30 cents to 60 cents. You know, I, I, with, with 3D world mechanics, I don't have as easy of a time doing side flips as other 3D Mario games for whatever reason. I think I need Cat Mario for this. 
But it's been it's been fun to see it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's happening now. It looks like I guess it's going back up now. Like my portfolio. Oh, no, another phase of it. Went down like a hundred bucks, I guess, in the last uh, few hours. It's interesting that Bowser's Fury is 30 frames per second in handheld mode. It's definitely interesting. I mean, you can tell this is running at a lower resolution than the main game. But, you know, it's, you know, you, it's, you know, it, it's got all these seamless levels in this whole world. And you can also freely move the camera uh, a lot more than you can in 3D world. So, you know, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, what I've used to like invest, I mean, I don't know, like I've, for the basic attention token, it like comes in through like, like uphold, but I always send it, I, I manage everything like through, uh, like through, uh, Coinbase. I guess that's just like, I just feel like it's easier to keep it in one place. So if I get anything through, through uphold, I'll send it to my, my, uh, my Coinbase. Oh, I forgot that that Blizzard collection came out. Oh, yeah. Is, what what version of Lost Vikings is it? I don't know. Like, I, I, it was like, it was announced on Friday night, and I just saw people talking about it, then I didn't look into it any more than that. I think it doesn't have, like, Lost Vikings, uh, Rock and Roll Racing, and Blackthorn on it. Uh, I think that's right. Oh wow, Rock and Roll Racing has a four-player mode? So it, it wasn't a multi-tab game? Oh, wow, I'm really high up. Yeah, I've, I've used the, the Brave browser. Oh, one of those. But also, um, we're like on the, like the list of certified I don't know, like, I don't know, like the creators, I guess, that, that are on there, like they use it or something like that. Oh, it has a 32X version of Blackthorn. Huh. Like Does it, doesn't that one look game. kind of weird? I don't know. Does it, like, I feel like I remember there's some version of Blackthorn where, like, you know, I, I'm only, I mean, I haven't played much of the Super Nintendo one, but you know, that's, I guess the closest to being familiar with a black, with black, a version of black form as I am. Um, I, I remember John, you know, John, I think it was from John's video of all the 32 or videos of all the 32 X games. Uh, whoa. I, I definitely remember thinking it looked kind of weird. Like maybe they were going for like a, a half pre-rendered aesthetic or something.
Yeah, it might be. Is it? Is it? Did it come out on everything, or is it only on the on Switch? I'm guessing it's like twenty bucks. like that's cool rock and roll racing is the actual licensed music hmm. the NES version that's $15 that's not bad that'd be kind of cool I think digital eclipse did it did the blizzard collection oh really that's cool yeah seems like something they do so the Diablo 2 remake though is that going to be is that coming to consoles also? I mean, is it gonna get like? Is it gonna play like the uh, Diablo three? I still need to beat Diablo two. <laughs> <clears throat> or Diablo three, you gotta beat. Uh, yeah, Diablo three. Diablo. Diablo. Is this the? Which is the one that needs fifteen? Cool, I guess, I mean, I have Diablo 1 on the, on the PS1. Get that Diablo 2. Um... Karen Smith, I think that like that would make sense at a, at a time, but I think that uh, the work that Digital Eclipse d does now is different than what they. Oh yeah, they're, they're I mean they're a t totally different company. It's just kind of a repurposed brand at this point. Like starting with you know the stuff that Frank Cifaldi started doing with them, like he is not directing their collections anymore, but like he kind of set their new standard, and uh, like you know they have proper scaling with um, with uh, horizontal interpolation uh, it's their, their current stuff uh, is actually pretty good like but if you're thinking back like you know Symphony of the Night on Xbox 360 and you know the uh, did, did they do the 360 PS3 uh, Genesis collection I forget but like yeah. they, you know, a lot they, their 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 scaling was not too hot. Like no, well, like PS2 360 era. But uh nowadays they, they actually I mean they, 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 they treat the games quite well now. Yeah. How do I get That's right, I mean I guess I wonder if uh he was like the main person behind it as a... Uh, I don't know if you like you knew that the Chris Kohler works for Digital Eclipse. Oh, I I, re I did recently learn that. Maybe he's like kind of the new Frank. I don't know. I know Frank still has ties with them, but uh, I know you know, that, I think, uh, 
that uh, Drew Drew Scanlon is doing the like video stuff for them now too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I, I know that he was. Uh... Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, they're really focused on doing some. Oh, is this just automatic? Or do... oh, okay. After you beat Bowser this time, uh, ready to. Yeah, that's why I think, oh, no. except. The thing is, now he's going away, but maybe I can fight him if I just approach that cat bell. I, I don't know if, does he have to be out when I do? Ooh, what's that? Yeah, a lot of the stuff that they did, that, uh, that Digital Eclipse did, like, during, like, I guess the early years, is uh <laughs> it's not the greatest but i think that they were kind of like learning you know we like we there was no standard i guess for like the kind of hd feature. you know and yeah and uh, like you know they they were filtering it because you know they thought that that's what people wanted people didn't wouldn't want like these sharp pixels yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was it was an early time, and I mean, it's, you know, it's totally totally different now. <laughs> Can I just climb that if I'm a cat? Okay, I can. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I think Bowser might have to actually be out. But it shouldn't take that long, I don't think, for him to come back. Those cats are just so sad. Oh, there's three cats missing. Okay, so I, yeah, I guess Bowser has to be out. It shouldn't take that long. Does he just show up at a certain amount of time? I, I don't, I don't know. It, I mean, it's, it seems to just be after a certain amount of time has passed. Cat boom boom. Playdate console. Is that is it like gonna be out soon? Uh, I'm. What is it? Isn't that that thing with the the wind up crank on it? What? It's just kind of like a console. It was like it was like kickstarted, and it it's it has like a lot of weird features to it. Like it has like a 
like custom games made for the the system and it uh he has it has like a crank on the side of it um yeah as far as we know right now uh tim rogers will be joining us on that next week's stream and try will be playing again he's gonna be playing three weeks in a row <laughs> i'm okay with that uh but yeah i mean as long as everything proceeds smoothly like he, he should be doing the stream next week with him I'm, I'm excited about it oh it's starting to rain unless that scares it away but i think he actually has to be out for it to scare it away oh something unlocked there well i was gonna play tonight but i couldn't get what i was gonna do uh hd games in 240p and i was gonna set up a camera and just shoot it off screen uh but i just couldn't get like the it working right not not because of the gds but because you know i was trying to send my camera it has like a new tethering feature and i wanted to use that but it kept on dropping i don't know why Take him down. It is weird that this has life bars in it, though. Yeah, it's, it's like a very, like, Western RPG-looking life bar, too, you know? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Atari Lynx core for the, for the Mister. It's actually pretty surprising to me that it did not exist already. Yeah, like I'm surprised stuff like Wonder Swan and Neo Geo Pocket Color aren't there already. I mean, not not that I should be acting like, yeah, come on, where 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 is the stuff? You know, <laughs> you people who are making this wonderful thing for free, but like I'm I'm just surprised I'm just surprised that. Those are excluded at, at the moment. Yeah, it is surprising there's no Wonder Swan, but hopefully that'll be. I, I really kind of want a Wonder Swan, but they're getting they're getting definitely getting expensive. Oh really? Yeah, a good one anyway. Like 
The not so good ones are like pretty cheap, but like the Swan Crystal, everyone wants the Swan Crystal. Those are pretty pricey. Is he only going go? Did he only go down half before? I feel like he went up. I think he, so. he went down more than half. It's interesting though that like, you know, there's this whole thing that is kind of like you know, there's like black paint and you know, Bowser Jr. is always, you know, his origin was always about you know, the the goo. And there was like that little M with the two dots over it, just like yeah. in Mario Sunshine. So it seems like they're they're bringing a lot of elements together here. Yeah. Oh, did that? Oh. Huh, so this same bell is uh, splotchy again. So being Bowser that time didn't open up a, a new segment yet. So I will save. Very good. So good. Still is still into that Animal Crossing, huh? Yeah, I mean not uh not not as often as I as I had been playing it, but you know. I I, I try try to do it at least like once a once the once or twice a week. Uh yeah. So, well, is that going to do it for this week? That will do it for this week. All righty. So, well, uh, yeah. We'll thanks just... everybody who uh, hung out and everybody who donated tonight. Yeah. It was a good time. Sorry, we started a little bit late. We'll just uh, we'll keep on working on what we're working on this week. You're working on the Mister video. I'm getting. And I'm gonna. I'm going to try and do a video on the uh, Ghouls and Coast Resurrection, but I'm going to try to, like, make it in, like, three days. I'm going to give myself, like, three days to make it. Do you know if you can get a review code yet? Uh, I mean, they said that I should be able to, but we'll see what happens. You have no idea how far in advance. Yeah, I won't be in advance at all. <laughs> we can hope. I mean, if I was going to get in advance, I would already have it, because uh, John was telling me that he has it. So. Oh. Well, maybe you need a Pokemon again. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, I saw someone asking how's the scale on triangle strategy. Not, not wonderful. The, you know, uh, I've not played through Octopath Traveler, but I tried the demo of it as well. Like, I mean, I guess it's about what you'd expect. I mean, it's a cool look, but the, 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 it'd be nice if the sprites were, were a little clear scale, but sprites in a 3d world, like true sprites, like 
like uh, on like PlayStation with, you know, one of the games that I can almost always predict. I, I, I forget what video it is. I don't think it's the PS1 RGB video. I think it's the, the, the PSIO video. People always ask what game. I'm always like, it's going to be Ark the Lad 3. And that's like not even like the most popular Ark the Lad game. So like, but something about the way that game looks, you know, the sprites and the 3D world, people are like, oh, what's that? God, God, know what that is. What is it? What game? It's Ark the Rally 3. I, 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 like, seriously, like 70% of the time someone asks what game on that video. Ark the Lad 3. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, of course, back then you were dealing with 240p. You know, sprite scaling on that in a 3D plane is, is going to be a lot lower fidelity than Project Triangle Strategy, which they did not change the name of Octopath Traveler, which Octopath Traveler, it's, it's a weird name, but I'm okay with that. Triangle Strategy isn't a weird name. It's just a boring name. It's the dumb name. Who wants to call it Triangle Strategy? Maybe it sounds cool in Japanese, but Triangle Strategy don't sound cool in English. They really need to come up with another name for that. But definitely looks like a cool game. I haven't played a game like that since Tactics A2. So, looking forward to that. So, anyway, good night, Imlig folks. And uh, we'll see you soon. I'll see you soon.